Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Let's go! Oklahoma State, let's go! 9-1, baby. Wow! 9-1. Are you uh, salty today? Are you salty? 9-1. Why would I be salty? They won the game. Did they? I don't gamble. Did they They won the game. Did they really? I don't know. Did they? Did they? Did I miss something, guys? Did I, I miss know. something? Did they really? Did they take away the win or something, and I missed it? That's like because getting I a saw... C minus on the test and go. Well, at least I passed. Do you pass? Do you think that's going to help you? Do you think your parents would be proud with a C minus? I mean, uh, they wouldn't be upset. <laughs> I mean, they they wouldn't be mad. I mean, come on now. A not if you want to go to win. an Ivy League school and Oklahoma wants to go to the championship. Not after what I saw on Saturday. Yeah, great. Go ahead and advance Michigan for that awesome performance against Rutgers. I mean, hey, bravo! You beat Rutgers. Guess who else has beat Rutgers? Everybody else. Hey, Notre Dame, bravo on that win over Florida State. Guess who else has beat Florida State? Everybody else. At least Oklahoma State had two wins over ranked teams. But, ah, Arnie, why do you hate the NFL? Because every (laughs) single Sunday – no, I'm not even lying – Every yeah. Sunday, when yeah. we exchange our little text messages and you yeah. lay out what you want to talk about, yeah. the NFL is like eighth or ninth on your list. You only want to talk, and, and listen, I'm not complaining because I yes. love college football. I know football. you it's love my college. Life. I know that. Yeah. I, li- I live college football. Right. 
But, I mean, we are on a Sunday here, and it's week 10 of the NFL. Is this disdain over where the Giants and the Dolphins are? Why do you never want to talk NFL? Well, uh, three reasons. One, there weren't a a lot of good matchups. Two, it's been a long time for my Giants and and Dolphins. And and three... (laughs) You know, you, do you really have to ask that? You know I'm getting a little misty-eyed just talking about this. You know that, don't you? Why is that, Arnie? Because the uh... because my Arizona Wildcats are about to win the Pac-12 South after beating Washington State and Arizona State when Utah's going to lose to Colorado. I'm getting a little misty-eyed. Our first Pac-12 championship. So, I, I got to be, we need to have a, one of those. I, I know they're crazy because no one else does it, and maybe we can break ground here. Yeah. One of these Twitter polls as to who is more delusional is it Ar- is it arnie with his belief of arizona or belief in arizona is it jason smith with his belief in the syracuse orange or is it me with my belief in the oklahoma sooners after that amazing defensive display this weekend i don't know i mean it might be one hell i guess we could throw clay travis in there and his belief in the sec but you know that might actually be unfair because they might end up having three of the four teams in it if the NCAA has its say. But I don't know, Arnie. Uh, I, you know, I, know I it's always an emotional said time. it should be the Big Four Conference and then the rest. we we got to take the Big 12 out of that now. Well, I, I completely understand. Why yeah. would you want to have the best offenses in college football? Let's bore everyone to tears with these atrocious offenses. My gosh, <laughs> California and USC put me to sleep last night. What a nightmare. Well, we come to you live every single Sunday night from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. We love to hear from you on Twitter at Plank Show. That's me, at Stinkin' Genius One. That's Arnie. And everybody should be following us at Fox Sports Radio. Ooh, what a uh, I mean we've we've got a good game right now. The Cowboys are driving trying to take the lead on the Eagles. But damn, Arnie, I was going through the NFL schedule. I watched all day today. I didn't have kids bugging me. Sent them all out of town. It was amazing Sunday for me. But my goodness, what an awful week to yeah. in the NFL. Can I, I mean, real we had quick, two can I, good matchups. You mentioned the Dallas Philadelphia game. Four minutes left in the game. Uh, four minutes left in the Cowboy season. Four minutes left in Jason <laughs> Garrett's head coaching tenure at Dallas. If they don't, you think I'm kidding? Because if they don't win this game, their season's done, and Jason Garrett's done. For the, the, the last four minutes, his whole career is going to be decided in this next four-minute mark, and I'm not messing around because they're not going to come back if they don't go ahead and win this game. Well, and, and here's the other side of it, too. Uh, and again, this is an awful night for everyone in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios because, as we all know, somehow Arnie's feed is minutes ahead of ours, or maybe I should say seconds, which means that he's able to call touchdown Cowboys before everyone Touchdown sees Cowboys. it in the studios and uh, in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, which means if it goes the other way, Bobo could blow a gasket. Yeah. But he already Bobo's did. A Cowboy he already did. Fan, yeah. uh, he wasn't happy with this. But oh, oh, what great crowd shots in Philly right now. Could this be? <laughs> all right, like, like, this is a good Sunday night game. Listen, y'all, we got nothing to talk about from today because Patriot fans, I mean, come on, you're not freaking out over today, yeah. are you? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we don't we don't have Indianapolis Colt fans that want to get fired up about Wait, wait, you kind of you just kind of brushed over Tom Brady's worst three-game period in 5 years and you tell me I've not you got nothing to worry about is that, is that what you just said? Yeah, 2 and 1. I mean, are you going to freak out over that? I mean, he's he's has he had Gronk in all three of those games? I First mean, of all, their not... record is good without Gronk. Believe me, I know that because I it was drummed in my head since I've been living up here. <laughs> Two, Tom, Tom Brady is looked pedestrian 
um, for the most part. And three, they got beat by a Titans team that's average at best, and they got their butts handed to them in this game. No, no, no. I Listen. Don't put me in a position where I have to defend New England. You put me in a position. You say that every week, week. <laughs> where I had to defend Alabama for goodness sakes. But I mean, I I'm not ready to throw in the towel on them over a three week stretch. Come on, Arnie. I mean, they still have one of the best wins in the NFL this season, beating Kansas City. And I I mean, I'm not ready to bury Tom Brady right now. I mean, as you like to say, they still play in the worst division in the NFL, and it's not like that division flexed its muscles today or anything. Holy smokes, what was that from the New York Jets? And even worse. No offense here, Arnie. What was that from the Miami Dolphins today? Have uh, you ever seen Horrible. And when it was 16-14, I'm like, oh, way to go get four red zone appearances and get 12 points out of it. That, that's going to win games on the road, especially in Green Bay. <laughs> that's a good point. And it's funny. You have a team that is just basically bleeding bad news in Green Bay. Uh, quarterback doesn't trust coach yeah. anymore. Uh, let, let's see. Well, they had a couple of injuries. Randall Cobb didn't suit up today. And they still win in convincing fashion by, what, three scores today? So You know, I, I hate myself for being a Dolphin fan. I want you to know that. I really do. It just it takes years off your life. It just sucks the energy out of you after all these years. It's just horrible. Well, uh, the, the good news is you can always think about the good old days. You can go back to 72 and talk about how we used to be and how nobody's going to finish years undefeated. Old. <laughs> I was What the hell three. do I know anything about then? Well, I mean, you can you still have it. It's still in your DNA, so to speak, Arnie. But yeah, this was uh, as if we were to rank one through seventeen the week so far, and and obviously we're only through ten. If we were to start one through ten, let's let's narrow that down a little bit. And the from the best to the worst, from top to bottom of competitive and compelling games. This might be DFL, so to speak. This might be the the worst week we've had from competitive for competitive games from top to finish. I mean, this was just, I mean, an ugly game, uh, an ugly week. You had New Orleans went to Cincinnati and beat them fifty-one to fourteen, Arnie. Yeah, fifty-one to fourteen. There's some dopes on this network, <clears throat> me, that picked Atlanta to go to the Super Bowl and they got beat by what two scores? You should, over by the, the way, you, you should be fired for that. I'm just saying. You know, and I, by the way, my other Super Bowl pick got beat by three scores today in what uh, Tennessee did to New England. There was there were two good games in the NFL. You and picked Tennessee to go to the – wait, who did you pick to go to the Super Bowl? Oh, you New picked England, the they got yeah. smoked. Yeah, I picked – I've yeah. got the Patriots uh, yeah. and the Falcons. Way to go out on a limb. Still – hey, still alive. Still alive right now as far as uh, I guess you Well, you should be fired for the Falcon pick. Sorry about that. I'm going to miss you. Well, it looked it looked good through a couple of weeks. I, I will say that, that, that. But this has just been – I mean, any time in an NFL weekend, you have two teams put up 50, Arnie. You had the uh, what, Thursday night game, Pittsburgh, put up 50. Yeah. You had the Saints today. Uh, you had a – what string is Matt Barkley? I, I mean, there's, there's the, the starter was, was Josh Allen. The backup was Nathan Peterman. Uh, then you had Derek Anderson. Who am I missing out, E-Rob? I mean, was was Matt Barkley like the fifth string I think Matt Barkley should be a pro bowler this year just you're, for what he did today. You're uh, missing the fruit vendor, the uh, yeah. doorman, <laughs> the, the valet. I mean, Seriously, <laughs> Matt Barkley has my vote for pro bowl after what he did. I don't think anybody could do a better job. You won 41 to 10 the next 41? time the Bills – the next time the Bills win forty-one to ten, I'll be dead and long Guys, gone. Guys, this was the first you. time Shady's Lashawn McCoy scored a touchdown since like week fifteen of last season. I had hair when he scored a it touchdown. It was awful, like <laughs> it was crazy. 
But, I mean, it really, outside of what we're viewing right now on Sunday Night Football, where the Eagles are driving into Cowboys territory, we had a good game. Be, I, I don't know. It, it Maybe it's a little bit of a reach, but Cleveland and Atlanta wasn't bad. I mean, C- Cleveland had a decisive lead down the stretch. But Indy and Jacksonville went down to the last possession when you had the, what, fumble on, on that last play, incomplete pass. And then you had the Rams and the Seahawks down the stretch. Outside of that, and and even the Rams and Seahawks was a bit of a reach, right? Because of I it took I don't know what Pete Carroll was thinking with the onside kick, but Arnie, right now Sunday Night Football is our only hope for a quote unquote buzzer beater. This was just a dastardly, a disgusting weekend in the NFL. If you're looking for competitive games, and I said that coming into the weekend, I said not a lot of intriguing matchups. I mean, there was a couple of them, and I thought the Saints Cincinnati was going to be a lot closer. Uh, though I thought the Saints were going to win the game, and that, as you mentioned, turned into just like a blowout there. Um, and the Titans, I thought the Titans were actually going to win over the Patriots, but then again, I pick against the Patriots every week, so what the heck do I know about that? <laughs> <laughs> well, coming up on the show tonight, uh, we, we're going to go in-depth on who's the biggest disappointment in the NFL so far this season. And maybe, uh, is the delay on tonight, Bobo, if we brought you wow. on? With, with with the way things might go down the stretch here for the Cowboys, I still believe. Yes. By the way, I, yes. I think the Amari Cooper pick, uh, the Amari Cooper trade, is a good trade. I might be the only one, but we'll continue to monitor this. Maybe we'll wait till after this game is over to go in depth. But Arnie, I think we have several candidates for the biggest disappointment in the NFL. Cowboys are definitely up there, but if the Eagles lose tonight. Do they end up in this conversation among the dis- biggest disappointments in the NFL so far this season? Oh, you think, Captain Obvious, when you drop the four and five and you're the Super Bowl champions, you, you think maybe you're a little bit disappointing? Why don't we go live to Philadelphia and see what the uh, <laughs> Eagle fans have to say about that? I give San Francisco a pass because of the Garoppolo injury. Right, right. But if if you're looking at the top three right now in that conversation – uh, whoever loses this game tonight on Sunday Night Football, and then maybe what Jacksonville? What about the Green with, Bay Packers? Well, uh, why why do I feel like I I'm giving Green Bay a pass, Arnie? Is it unfair to say they're still in the mix? I don't think anyone's running away with that division, even though I know you dig what Chicago's doing. I dig what Chicago's doing right now. They still have one more game against the Bears for an opportunity to kind of catch up with them. They still have another game against the Vikings. So, I don't know. Am I wrong for wanting to bury the Packers, even though they're a game out of first place right now at 4-4? A game and a half out of first place at 4-4-1. I guess maybe for me, I'm not ready to bury them. But I'm not sold on it. In other words, I'm very much uh, okay. Shaky. Switzerland, flip floppy. Yeah, yeah, I'm Switzerland. That's a great way to put it. <laughs> I am Switzerland right now in Green Bay, Arnie. Um, you know, I, I I'm not burying them either. I, obviously, they're still right in it. But I thought they'd be better than four, four, and one. And it's not only the four, four, and one. Um, they're undefeated at home, four, zero, oh, and one. So they've yeah. been horrible on the road. And they've not looked good in those games. And remember now, they just beat a not a very good Dolphin team with Brock Osweiler. So I, I need to see a little bit more. All right, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. We have gone to the two-minute warning yes. in Sunday Night Football. The Cowboys lead the Eagles 27-20. Philly is dri- – is it fair to say they're driving? They are in Cowboy territory, so we'll keep you up to date on that throughout the evening. And, yes, 
We have a lot of college football to get to. This weekend, now, I can't defend this weekend in the SEC. I just I want to make that very clear. I'm not here to defend this weekend in the SEC. This is a nightmare weekend. Why would you have to defend them? I know. That's what I'm saying. You're looking, we uh, who's not looking forward it. to Alabama and the Citadel? Who's not looking for? Who's Auburn got this weekend? Southeast Louisiana or someone like that? I mean, it's a bad weekend in the SEC, and something needs to be done. I about took Citadel it. plus eighty nine in betting. Uh, would you really take? If I gave you <laughs> sixty plus yes. sixty in the Citadel, yes. would you take the Citadel? Yes. I don't know if I would. <laughs> I might actually still take Bama. But anyway, we'll get into some college football a little bit later on. And again, biggest disappointment, biggest surprises, that's the uh, crutch of the show tonight. He's Arnie Spanier. I'm Chris Plank. We come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. We'll get you caught up on Sunday Night Football. Cowboys lead it 27-20. And maybe, who knows, maybe we'll have a completion of this game next right here with Arnie and Plank on a Fox Football Sunday. <laughs> it's Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio brought to you by Discover Card. We treat you like you'd treat you. Okay, let's recap. For those that don't have the TV simulcast with us, yeah. Sunday Night Football, the Eagles turned it over on downs, and then the Cowboys, well, I mean, they just, I don't know what their plan was there. They threw a screen pass, and uh, Philly was Dumbest play I've ever have, seen in my life, but what can you I, do? <laughs> I, I don't get that. Philly's punt return might have been even dumber. Uh, but anyway, Philly has the ball with 40 seconds left. They trail it 27 to twenty, where's where's that marked at, Arnie? They're in their about own the territory. forty, roughly about the okay. forty. So so not a bad situation, and we're battling here for something. No, no offense, Bubba. You know I love you and I want you to be happy, but we're battling for the Raiders draft pick to be higher in the first round. Number one for me personally, and number two, I mean honestly, this is kind of a actually the thirty-two. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, thirty-two yard line. Thank you, Arnie. Uh, th- I don't want to say. An elimination game, but you really put the loser of this game, especially if it's Dallas, in a huge hole towards a potential run towards the playoff. Now they get it up to the 45-yard line. But on a weekend that has been fairly abysmal for the NFL, this is a good game. To jump in, but you know what? Um, It could be the best thing that ever happens to the Cowboys to lose this game because if they win, make a run at the playoffs, then Jason Garrett sticks around. If they lose, uh, then obviously they'll make a coaching change, get Lincoln Riley in there. Don't you say it. No. Whoa, 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 whoa. Lincoln Riley is – okay, I'll say. He's not ready for the NFL. He needs more time in college to to, to further uh, mature. The Cowboys would want him. You know that. Dude, anyone who is smart would want Lincoln Riley as their head coach. Uh, and again, I, I, I say that tongue-in-cheek because uh, for those that don't know, uh, I broadcast. I'm, I'm inside Gaylord Family Oklahoma Memorial Stadium. That's the home of the Sooners. And I have an opportunity to cover this man firsthand. And he is, without a doubt, one of the more outstanding coaches I've ever been around in my life. And I, I would hate if Dallas came calling. I really would because I think he would listen. But again, Arnie, I mean, uh, will they come calling? I mean, is oh this, yes, they will. They well, is, it all depends here because uh, either Garrett's going to keep his job and they'll make a playoff run, or they'll lose this game, be eliminated, and then it's just a, a matter of time before they come calling. So, in other words, as a Sooner fan, I should be rooting for Dallas here. I should, I should push aside <laughs> all of my Raiders love and, and try to push this draft pick up in the top ten to get Devin White from LSU. I should, I should take care of priority number one, which is the Sooners and not exactly. losing Lincoln Riley, right? Exactly. Oh, gosh. Uh, what a conundrum I'm in right now. But 
Philly has pushed it into to, to Dallas territory. What caught your eye today, Arnie, as we follow this and keep tabs on this? Anything really intriguing? I know you're you're always ready to bury the, the Patriots, but it's not just a one-game thing for Tom Brady, is a it? A couple of things. One, a game that nobody was really talking about. Bears uh, beat the Lions, and they were crushing them in the first half, and yeah. I know uh, they let them get back in the second half, but it, it shows that the Bears, who are 6-3 and three now, are flexing their muscle. Trubisky had a really good game, over 300 yards and three touchdowns. But it shows that 6-3, and three, and as I mentioned before, should have beat Green Bay in that first game. Uh, could have beat the Miami Dolphins. Could have easily been uh, an 8-1 team right now. So they're yeah. a lot better than we're giving them credit for, and they did it in Bears fashion. Um, they're just looking really good. I'm, I'm liking what I see with the Bears. I don't know if we care about awards like this. I don't think we talk about it too much on this show. But if there was a candidate for most improved player that's that that's standing out right now, it's got to be Mitch Trubisky, right? I mean, he's absolutely crushing it right now with the, with the Bears. Listen, their, their defense did a good job today. They forced a couple turnovers, had a couple of sacks. But dude threw for over 300 yards. He was fantastic today for the Bears. No, he was. And I've always questioned him, and I still, I still do question him. So uh, I'm curious to see how it, it's going to play out. And I'm sorry to stumble there, but the, Go for but it. the Eagles got all the way down to the eight-yard line and couldn't get out of bounds, and they were flipping it around, couldn't get in the end zone. And game over, eight yards short. Cowboys win it 27-20, Chris. Huge win for the Dallas Cowboys if you're thinking about the playoff picture right now, right? Oh, come on. Why? Why you got eight? That's monstrous. You have rumors about Lincoln Riley. Now, he's not going anywhere. You've got rumors about Dak in a long-term deal, and Jerry Jones comes out and says, well, you know, he's our guy. You have Troy Aikman, who I think it was on Dan Patrick's show, maybe on Rich Eisen's show, that came out and said they're kind of clueless in what they're doing, and, and, and maybe they need to make an adjustment. But damn, Arnie, they go out and they beat Philadelphia in Philly. That's a huge win in this division. That's what does a that huge say about the Eagles? In the NFC playoff yeah. picture. Thank you. Thank you. What does it say about the Eagles right now? Um, do we take away the Hall of Fame spot for Carson Wentz? Is it, can, we take, can we get him out of that yet, or do we have to keep him in there? So the Eagles now on the – great question. The Eagles now <laughs> have losses to Tampa, Tennessee – and Minnesota that are I just wonder if they're gruesome. having fun now because they only want to win one Super Bowl and have fun than <laughs> win multiple Super I wonder if they're having fun now. <laughs> the Cowboys are now right there nipping at the heels of Philadelphia. So, you know, I, I want to jump the gun a little bit on one of our segments that no one else does in yes. sports talk radio, which is stock up, stock down. What is that? Yourself. I've never heard of that, yes. It's brand new. We've yeah. never done it before. But, Arnie, you know, the, the Redskins are now 6-3, and three, and they have themselves a nice game-and-a-half lead over everybody else in the NFC East. Do we start buying stock in the Redskins as a playoff team right now? They got a big win today over at Tampa. It's not the prettiest thing we've ever seen, but, I mean, they're, they're kind of sitting in the driver's seat right now in that NFC East. And, Oh, by the way, when you look at their schedule with what's coming up, they do have a very good Houston team coming up next week. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I don't know. They've got to go to Dallas and Philadelphia. Yeah, that's, so that's already... three losses in a row right there off the oh, bat. 
Well, then never mind. Forget that conversation <laughs> that we ever even no, I'm Sorry. not buying them. And if, if you think they're going to go ahead and drive themselves to the playoffs, uh, they're on the road looking good, but there might be a tree coming up that's laying across the road. They don't see it. So I'm, I'm still not buying that the Redskins are going to make themselves into the playoffs. So, so let, let's pause here just a second before the Sager slides in. If you've got the, the Redskins losing three games in a row, that puts them at 6-6. Six and six. That means there's a, there's, a, there's a very good chance, Arnie, that in your mind, the NFC East winner is going to be like eight and eight, maybe eight, eight or nine and seven. seven and nine. unfortunately, I've got to put the Cowboys in there. I think it's the, the Cowboys are going to be the lesser of four evils out of that division. Well, you have two teams right now in the Cowboys and the Eagles at four and five. So what the Cowboys have coming up over the next couple of weeks, including uh, one of those random short weeks with Thanksgiving right around the corner. They go to Atlanta next week. Woo! Then they've got the Redskins in a, on a four-day turnaround. So they play the Falcons next Sunday. Then they turn around and play the Redskins on Thursday. And then they turn around and play the Saints. So in an 11-day span, they have three games against uh, two division leaders and the Atlanta Falcons. Very favorable last three games, though, at the Colts, at Tampa Bay, and at the Giants. So... Um, very winnable games to finish out the season. Well, that, that that's great and all, but in that 10-day stretch, what if you lose all three of those games? Does it matter what your final three games are? Because you'd be sitting at, what, uh, five and eight on the season so far, so then you're fighting for, what, eight and eight on the season? Listen, I, I think they're going to go to Atlanta and win, and I'm not here to bury the Cowboys by any stretch of the imagination, but damn, Arnie, that's a pretty tough three-game stretch in the span of 11 days. No, it, it is brutal. So, I mean, if you're not taking the Cowboys, you got to be taking the Redskins, because I, I'm not buying into Philadelphia. I'm I'm done no. with them. I'm ready to go ahead and say, let's put the nail in the coffin with them. They're they're finito. 877-99 on Fox. Final score, Sunday Night Football. Kudos to the Cowboys through all the BS of this week. Dallas gets a huge win, knocking off Philly 27-20. We come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Sauntering into studios, the great Steve DeSager, who has uh, everything that's going on in the world of sports. What's up, Steve? Good evening, gentlemen. And I looked it up, Chris. There is an NFL Most Improved Player of the Year award. It started in 2000 from the Pro Football Writers. Last year's winner was Jared Goff of the Rams. Oh, well. Top top of the list right now has to be Mitch Trubisky. He is amazing right Last now. year he had seven touchdowns, seven interceptions. This year I think it's 20 touchdowns, seven interceptions. Give it to Barkley. I say just give everything to him. <laughs> Matt Ryan has been improved this year for Atlanta, by the way. This I can see true. by the record. Uh, has nothing to do with the record. Okay. Is he improved? Another 330 yards for him today. And a win for the Cowboys. They and the Eagles each 4-5 and five now. Dallas wins at Philadelphia tonight, 27-20. to 20. Didn't you say in the course of this game, weren't you saying to yourself, why isn't Ezekiel Elliott getting the ball more? He's the one guy that's doing something for this offense. Eventually, he had a grand total of 19 carries for 151 yards. Not bad. He had a touchdown run. He had a touchdown catch. Six receptions as well. Cowboys win 27-20. The Rams are 9-1 and after beating Seattle 36-31. Todd Gurley on 16 carries, had 120 yards and a score. The Chargers won their sixth straight game, winning at Oakland 20-6. It was a 3-3 game late in the first half. So the Raiders have lost five straight, all by at least 14 oh points. Last nine quarters, the Raiders have been outscored 75-9. to nine. 
people. Woo! Green Bay led Miami 14-12 third quarter. The final was 31-12 over the Dolphins. Aaron Rodgers, two touchdown passes to Devontae Adams. Tennessee upset New England. Cleveland beat Atlanta. Kansas City 9-1 after another win. And New Orleans is 8-1 after their victory of 51-14 at Cincinnati. In the NBA late game in L.A., it's the Lakers against the Hawks with L.A. holding on 93-91 with under eight minutes to go. LeBron James with 22 points. Portland and Milwaukee with wins. College basketball victories in the top ten for Duke and Virginia. Kyle Busch, the NASCAR winner. The playoff finale is next weekend. And, yes, Louisville fired football coach Bobby Petrino today. The Cardinals are 0-7 in the ACC, allowing over 50 points in three straight games. A little shocking because Petrino's contract buyout is worth more than $14 million. (laughs) Obviously, Louisville is expected to target ex-quarterback and ex-assistant of theirs, Jeff Braum, who's currently Purdue's coach. Guys? All right. Good stuff, DeSager. Yeah, uh, shocking. Petrino out. Would you... Would you take 14 mil to go away? Because I sure could. I'd take $14 to go away. Hey, let me ask you a question. Can you throw the ball? I got ball? it right here in my pocket right oh, now. Get I knew right that on. was coming. I knew that. <laughs> Can job, you throw Bobo. the ball out of bounds? Can you lateral the ball out of bounds legally in the in football? I think so, yeah. I mean, as long so, as you're outside the pocket. You saw the final. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about the quarterback. I'm talking about oh. anybody. So, in other words, you're thinking that, uh, if you're running out of time and you can't and get out of bounds, there, you yeah. just turn and wing it out of bounds. And you, but as long as it's behind you. So if I'm at the five yard line, I see that I can't score, and I'm not going to get out of bounds. I just throw it out of bounds behind me toward the six or the seven, and it stops the clock. Is that illegal? Is that illegal or not? Uh, I'm sure there's something along the lines of the holy roller play that, that would was come forward into play there. Yeah, uh, good good point. I don't know, but uh, I guess. I Googled this, and this is a very scientific Google search, Arnie. Right. I Googled purposely throwing the ball out of bounds in the NFL. and You can't uh, throw it forward because then that's right. a forward lateral and they'll, they'll take time off that. I guess you can't intentionally throw the ball out of bounds to conserve time because you'll get five yards from the spot of the foul and a seconds. loss of down. Yeah. Well, that's okay then. Wait a minute, but... If if I'm not going to lose time, I'll lose the loss of down. Well, it was fourth down in this situation, but yeah. So they might have been hosed to begin with, but yeah. There's, it's. A, I can't believe I'm saying this. Mark the tape. It's a brilliant idea. It is, I mean, isn't it? it? Really I'm, I'm is. just yeah. brilliant. Yes. I mean, it's 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 really really sharp on your on your part, but again, it's very very illegal from that perspective as well too. So. Uh, good thought, but unfortunately, a tough loss for the Eagles. So, uh, are we taking calls from Panic City, which I guess we can call Philadelphia now for the Eagles, or not? Are, I, are I was Philly waiting. fans cool with everything? I, I was I was hoping Green Bay would lose. So, uh, instead of uh, Aaron Rodgers saying R E L A, he would say P A N I C. Panic time is what it would have been then. You know, <laughs> panic. You know, it, it's always it's tough because they had an injury. Their quarterback was down to, st- uh, to start the season, and everyone had Nick Foles in the Hall of Fame. Forty Nine er fans are crying for them. Well, I know they can feel really bad right now because they don't have Jimmy Garoppolo yeah. down the stretch. But I don't know, Arnie. I mean, do 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 you give them a pass? They won the Super Bowl, so all is well. But I mean, they really have a ridiculous uphill climb to even think about the playoffs. And you know, you were talking about the Cowboys and how you see a favorable schedule down the stretch uh, for Philadelphia. Listen, there is a there's still a couple of matchups with our one matchup with the Giants. 
But, I mean, they go to New Orleans next week, and then they have the Redskins in two, I guess, three weeks. So, I mean, this – and then you've got to go back to Dallas before traveling to L.A. to play the Rams. No, they're done. The brutal schedule yeah. for Philadelphia they're, right They're now. a one-hit wonder. They won it all last year. Wow. Everything fell right. Uh, you know, it was all Carson Wentz is the next best thing uh, since, uh, you know, Dan Marino. Who, what were they saying? He was a combination of, like, Dan Marino, and they were just out of their minds. Now we see that maybe he's just a good quarterback, and this Eagle team was a one-year wonder. Yeah, you know, I, I always love – I was listening today – and they were dogging on – who was it? Maybe the Giants or somebody for not – oh, oh, I remember who it was. They were dogging on the idea that you've had a situation in, what, Buffalo and, and uh, Cleveland where you had passed on Patrick Mahomes, and you're kind of stuck with what you have right now. And, again, I think Baker's a great choice in Cleveland. I think he's going to be fine. And I think Patrick Mahomes is pretty unique in Kansas City with what he's been able to do. Don't get me wrong. I don't think he'd be bad in any offense in the NFL right now. Right. Damn, Arnie, we had elevated Carson Wentz to, like, a Hall of Fame level. And he didn't really lead them to the Super Bowl last year. I mean, it was it was Nick Foles. And when you look at this team down the stretch, they had struggled a little bit. I mean, they they barely got by the Raiders on Monday Night Football. I can say that with confidence. They uh, they they struck. They lost a couple of games. They had no business losing. They got hot at the right time. So, you know, is it a? Could you a, imagine if the Eagles never make it back to the Super Bowl? How Carson Wentz's career? Is going to be oh like gosh. after ten years or something? You never did it. Nick Foles did it. When when did the calls from Philadelphia start coming in? Going, uh, you got to play Nick Foles. You, you got to get him out of there. He, 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 Wentz is killing us. Oh my gosh, is that really going to happen? I, it might. Though again, in, in full disclosure here, Philly fan, I don't think Foles had an awful night tonight. I think tonight was more about Jim Schwartz mean and Wentz. his defense. Yeah. What did I what did I say? You did said Foles. Did I say? <laughs> Son of a <laughs> I, I, I don't think tonight was about Carson Wentz. No, it wasn't. He actually had a good game, right, yeah. He had two touchdowns, only one pick. I think tonight was more about uh, a defense that we had elevated to an elite level that wasn't able to start, uh, stop Ezekiel Elliott. And by God, if I'm a Cowboy fan, Bobo, I was irate at Jason Garrett's unwillingness to and Scott Linehan, whomever's calling the plays now for the Cowboys, Feed Ezekiel Elliott. My gosh, 19 carries for 151. They threw that stupid little bubble screen with with minutes left in the game, which I, I don't understand that. Arnie, they couldn't stop Ezekiel Elliott all night long, and it's it's almost as if Jason Garrett was saying, "Ah, let's uh, let's not give him the ball here. Let's not let's not expose the biggest weakness of Philadelphia. Let's uh, try to throw the ball a few times." I mean, my gosh, Zeke was amazing tonight, and so was the Cowboys' offensive line, even down a couple of starters as well, too. It's been a long time coming uh, to see Ezekiel Elliott break out like this. Uh, and I was surprised. I thought they'd True. give a little bit more carries also. they, You know, when it was 3 nothing or 6 nothing Dallas, I'm like, okay, way to squander <laughs> this opportunity. And next thing you know, the, the scoring opens up and, and they start gelling. Philadelphia, how many times can you throw it to Zach Ertz? I mean, geez, uh, you know, work it around a little bit. The guy had like a million catches or what, 14 or 15 catches out there. But they're done. Philadelphia's absolutely done. This is going to be a two-team race between Washington and Dallas, unfortunately, and we'll see who wins it after that. 
By the way, 10 targets for Amari Cooper tonight. 10 times they threw his way. Six catches for 75 yards. And uh, Arnie mentioned Zach Ertz. Big night in the PPR Fantasy League if you have Zach Ertz. 14 catches, 145 yards, two scores. They threw it his way 16 times. Think about this. Uh, Nelson Aguilar had uh, five catches for 83 yards. He was only targeted seven times. Alshon Jeffrey, four catches for 48 yards. He was targeted eight times. If you combine Aguilar and Jeffrey, they still don't match the amount of targets that Zach Ertz had. That's insane, man. That's absolutely insane. And the Eagles paid for it tonight, falling to the Cowboys 27-20. to Uh, When we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, let's get to your tweets. Good stuff rolling in already. We've (laughs) talked a lot about this Sunday night football game. We had a good Sunday night football game to break down. But uh, our kind of crutch topic of the night, biggest disappointment of the NFL. We'll get Arnie's take next right here with Arnie and Plank on a Fox Sports Sunday. Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio brought to you by Discover. Become a new card member and Discover will match all the cash back you've earned dollar for dollar at the end of your first year. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. We'll get the panic meter up later. <laughs> I like what Paul texted. Biggest disappointment of the NFL season. Surprisingly, Nathan Peterman. My expectations were as low as you can go. Yet, he somehow still found a way to disappoint. Pretty impressive. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it, you know, so it, true. It's kinda, so true. Which is, which is why Matt Barkley goes right into the comeback player of the year category. Oh, yeah. He's, a, all pro, week, he's right? a pro baller this year. That's for sure. Well, we've got a lot of tweets to get to, and I have not been good during the show no, keeping no, up with him. So I, I have committed myself tonight to keeping tabs on everything in the world of Twitter. Best way to get in touch with the show, Arnie and Plank here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, hit up Arnie, stinking genius one, S-T-I-N-K-I-N genius in the number one. I'm at Plank Show. Uh, let's see, where do we want to start tonight? Let's start with um, Mike, who writes, Before I sit down and watch the Monday Night Football game tomorrow, I'm going to rake every leaf in my neighborhood, go to the DMV for no reason, play in traffic, volunteer to clean up a nuclear test site, and pet some poisonous steaks. Then it's game on, baby. Yeah, you know, that's... Uh, That's a really, really bad Monday night football matchup. And again, when you're looking in the preseason, Arnie, you think about Garoppolo and the Niners and people that picked them to make a run, not just in the playoffs, but beyond. And then the Giants think they're going to be better this year with OBJ being healthy. But oof, this is uh, this is really ugly. We're probably only watching if we have a fantasy field yeah. beyond just the Giants. I was I was hoping they were going to flex it out for University of Alabama, but that. That's not going to happen. Wouldn't that be great? They say, we're going to flex it out, and we're going to put Alabama in there. We'll see how many people are going to watch that for Monday Night Football. I think Alabama uh, playing another SEC team would get higher ratings than uh, what you're gonna, with, uh, than the Giants in San Francisco. You you might be right. In fact, oh, I know I am. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to make that mark for next week's show. Uh, is there any truth to the rumor, Paul, who is on fire tonight? Is there any truth to the rumor that Todd Bowles will be applying for his realtor license tomorrow? You know, to today's performances from the Jets, the Bengals, and the Raiders. Now, again, John Gruden gets a pass because he has a, a, an alleged ten year contract, but Arnie. If if I'm in management in New York or Cincinnati, I mean I don't I don't know. Marvin Lewis was allegedly gone last year, and then he's not. Uh, the Jets have I don't know. I guess their ten and six mark in their first season has bought Todd Bowles more time. But uh, hey, by the way, Eric, no offense here. 
But if you lose a game with Matt Barkley as the starting quarterback and as bad as Buffalo has looked the last couple of weeks, and to see them put up, what, almost half a hundred on you? Come on, man. There's got to be a movement there, right? Who's next? Matt Leiner coming in the Legion to victory? I mean, this is getting crazy. I I don't know. I'm I'm using my best material on you. What's going on? We, we can go back even further. We can go Matt Liner. Let's see. Who was before Liner? Carson Palmer. Carson Palmer. He was league. a pretty good Frank, quarterback, though. Yeah, but he was actually good. That yeah. doesn't work very well in that comparison. No. Um, yeah, I, you know what? I don't know. It, it was crazy. I saw a tweet from Jason, uh, who is it, Hershorn, who's been a guest on our show before, that said he thought we'd have several NFL coaches that might be out of a job come Monday. Uh, damn, Arnie, it would be really hard if I was in the front office of New York or Cincinnati to justify these guys coming Cincinnati, back. I mean, no, they Marv look Lewis like they quit. Yeah. Marv Lewis isn't going anywhere. He's 5-4. and four. The Bengals are 5-4. and four. They're still in the hunt of things. They're, they're right there for that last playoff spot. They're not making any moves. I don't know. Just because they lost today to a really good Saints team, they're not making any moves. Uh, a couple of other ones here. Let's see. Ernie writes, whoever wins Sunday night football will drop to last in the division because the Giants are so bad they don't count. And it's possible that they'll be replaced with Alabama. What's it called in soccer? Relegation? Yeah, so yeah something you, like that. You boot the Giants down to like the SEC East, and then they've got to play Bama in the SEC championship game. But, hell, I mean, bottom line here is that's a that's a, that's an awesome win for the Dallas Cowboys tonight. I can't think of any other way to put it. We can joke about where they were and where they were, were heading with all the rumors about a fascination with Lincoln Riley. But, Arnie, to go on the road like that, yeah. uh, even though they probably should have fed Ezekiel Elliott more, but to still come away with a win, that's a hell of a win for Jason oh, Garrett's team. monster. They lose this one season done, and I really believe that Jason Garrett would have been his final year as coach. Now – they get a victory. They have a slimmer of hope to still fight it out with the Redskins. So we'll see how it plays out from here on out. But Jason Garrett now has a chance to save his job. Yeah, he does. And uh, I like it. I like it a lot, baby. Stay away from Norman, yeah. Jerry Jones, and Stephen Jones. You guys get your keisters out of here. Don't don't need you around here. I don't care that Lincoln Riley was a lifelong Dallas Cowboy fan. Go back to wow. Jerry World. Get in your little lab. Try to figure out how you're going to keep Jason Garrett around a little bit longer. Roger writes, a terrible weekend in the NFL. Watching all these teams with no defense and they score 50-plus, just like your average Saturday in the Big 12. Uh, yeah, I mean, are you complaining about offense, Roger? At least they're competitive. At least no, you have two teams that can score 40-plus. Garbage foot Football, like the Big 12. That's what we're complaining about. And, and stop trying to defend them. I know you're the Big 12 homer, but enough is enough. You, you play no defense. If I was a head coach in the Big 12, I'd recruit nothing but defense and shut everybody down. Yeah, uh, because no one's come up with that idea, yeah. Arnie. No one has thought about recruiting defense. Son of a well, bitch. obviously Get they out have here with that Chris. garbage. Hey, let, let me ask you something. Yes. Would you rather watch a game that finishes like Oklahoma and Oklahoma State did uh, final score forty eight to forty seven. Or would you rather be lulled to sleep by what Cal and USC did last night? That barn Maybe. burner of a Cal or Northwestern fourteen to ten. Ooh, that's not good defense. Wow. That's bad you offense. They're awful ask, offensive football teams. Let me ask the alumni uh what they like me to do. Win boringly or lose spectacularly and see what they say. 
I still don't see Oklahoma losing games, Arnie. So I have no idea what you guys are. No, referring but you to said right Northwestern now. didn't. Didn't they win their half of the? Uh... Oh, hey, Bravo! You're six and four. Welcome to the Cactus Bowl. Celebrate wow. you getting your asses kicked in the Big Ten Woo! Championship game. You're... But kudos, you got a bunch of journalists that are going to kiss your backside because they went to you school are. there. Yeah, Woo! they're the snobs right there. Hey, we're going to the Big Ten <laughs> title game. All right, let's get back to the NFL next with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Hour two, Arnie and Plank. Fox Sports Radio, as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Did you uh, catch the Lakers pulling off the dub? Yes. The powerful Atlanta My Hawks. Lakers. Why are you doing that? Well, Why would you do that to because us? Because my Knicks are mathematically eliminated. I got to root for somebody. <laughs> Dude, 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 Arnie, 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 hold on, hold on, man. Go ahead, This is once, just once, this one one NBA season, don't claim the Lakers. No, that's my team now. No, no, I mean, come on, I went to school with Jeannie Buss. I don't know if you guys know that. Nah, you've never brought it up. Never never once in life. Never (laughs) once in life. Just please, for everything, for our, on our friendship. Can yeah. you just please not do that no, this season? No, no, I don't think he can. No, nope. I don't can't think do it's it. in his oh, DNA. Can't do it. God. Can't win with him. You can't do it. You know what? Just for that, I hope Boston just goes on a winning spree and you just got to <laughs> report all the good news out of Boston. They don't look so good. Right now, it's all Philadelphia. If that guy sends me one more tweet about it's all about Jimmy Butler and the 76ers, I'm going to lose it. Well, I, I, again, am I crazy? Do I need to study up on the NBA if I say that I felt like the Sixers fleeced? the Timberwolves in this deal? Am I alone in that? Especially if that offer was out there for four first-round yeah, picks I, from the Yeah, I don't understand. That, that can't be true. I mean, how could you turn okay, down four? That's, same. That, that's ridiculous. It's not. you got to have an investigation if, if that's true. Lakers improved to 6-6, six and six, make it two in a row, four of their last five. Look out! As they, Oh, pardon me, that's three in a row. Sorry. Uh, that would be five of their last six. So the Lakers are on what we would call in the business a streak right now as they beat the Hawks tonight. And, again, hey, kudos to Philly for making a deal. But I still don't know what's going on in Minnesota. And, by the way, we're following the story tonight. Speaking of the NBA, Arnie. Yeah. Uh, now, now, maybe we're a little bit bitter here in Oklahoma City. I don't know. But no shock whatsoever that maybe things aren't working out so well with Carmelo and the Houston yeah. Rockets. No, and you know this from following him in New York for several years, but according to reports, uh, Carmelo Anthony has already played his final game for the Houston Rockets, which um, that's pretty incredible. I thought his tenure with the uh, with the Hawks was pretty short. This might actually be right up there for actually stepping on the court for Carmelo Anthony. So good luck in free agency. I I guess someone might want him. You know who has the highest payroll in the NBA right now? This will blow your minds if you haven't looked at it. Which team right now has the most money committed to players? Highest payroll in the NBA right now? Uh, Rockets? Who? Nope. The Miami Heat somehow. I don't know how that happened. The the Thunder are number two. So I don't know how the Miami Heat. I don't know. Uh, I guess Paul George and Russell Westbrook, I guess – Maybe with what the uh, Miami Heat did with, with Dwayne Wade's contract or, uh, I don't know, what they decided to do with Hassan Whiteside maybe. I don't know. But somehow they're the they're the biggest spenders in the NBA. So weren't they in on Carmelo at the start of the season? So I don't know. They're not they're in on him now, that's for sure. All right, let's get away wait, from wait, the okay, NBA. Can I say one more thing at the, at the sure. risk of getting fired because I know we're, we're a football show? Yes, um, we are a football show. But by the time I, we get on next weekend – 
it's it's already going to be over. So I just want to say, in your face, Kansas, uh, when you lose tomorrow night. So um, I don't know if you know this, Chris. They play the University of Vermont, my catabounce, tomorrow. Uh, looking forward to that and watch the upset. In your face, Kansas. Did you feel good when Buffalo beat West Virginia? To yeah. Kinda... Okay, I was gonna I was gonna bring that up earlier in the show, but I thought we'd wait since we got so much NFL to get to. Yeah, but, but I, I know we're, it's so early; nobody cares about college basketball. But uh, uh, looking forward to that. My, you know, Vermont catamounts. I was thinking about that on what, what was the first night? Wednesday night. The in, the, the college basketball Tuesday night. Thank yeah. you. The college basketball season, Arnie, has become no offense to the diehards. Aaron Torres. Yeah, uh, Aaron Torres. No, you don't Doug, insult Doug, him. No, no offense to Doug Gottlieb, the two yeah. college basketball fans around here. It's just, it's everyone gets into the tournament. Why the hell do I need to pay attention to the regular season? What's the benefit of watching this regular season right now? It's uh, 186 teams end up in the NCAA. Do you tournament say that about right the now. NBA? Uh, pretty much. No, I kind you of don't. feel that way Stop about it. the NBA right now. Oh, who who in the world have you watched during the regular season and thought? Damn, man, if they just would have gotten the playoffs, look out. They could have made a run. You Wait. keep talking NBA, and you're going to get fired. That's all I can all tell right. you right now. Let's get back to the NFL yeah. then, shall we? Week yeah. 10 is uh, just about in the books, though. If you're paying attention to Washington – or, pardon me, San Francisco and the Giants tomorrow night, you're a bigger fan than I am. Oh. Uh, Arnie, big win for the Cowboys. Did Jason Garrett save his job tonight? Temporarily. I'm not going to say he saved it for after this year. Uh, again, they're 4-5. and five. Uh it's an easy division. There's no doubt about that. That's an understatement. Captain Obvious, if Washington <laughs> does lose their next three games, which I think they can, that could set up for maybe the Cowboys to sneak on in and maybe uh, steal that division. I like the Cowboys the rest of the way, though. It's going to be tough for them also. 8-8 eight and eight or 9-7 and seven is going to win that division anyway. This is always the thing that I, I maybe I need to work on for me. Maybe this is a conversation I need to have Stuart Smalley-esque. You have talked so much gas on the Cowboys this year, I and mean, I was right. Destroying they're, they're them, they're four and five. There's, they were three and five coming into the game. But n- were you right? Because now they you're talking about eight, how Captain they, Obvious. You're, now you're tur- no, me, Captain Obvious. You're the one that's now turning around and laying out. Oh well, I think they can make a run to the division. I think they can go to the playoffs. I mean, you've basically destroyed this team all season long. Now all of a sudden you pivot in Week Ten and say, "Yeah, I think they got a chance to end up making the playoffs." That's I, I, maybe this is a meat conversation. I it's need certainly to have. not because they look so damn good. It's because how lousy that division is. And like I said, look at the Redskins. They're they're giving up more points than they've scored. They've benefited. Uh, from that easy division. I think it will catch up to them in the next three weeks. And I don't buy Philadelphia. I think they're down for the count. They're they're finito, my friend. So that's why I feel like the Cowboys are going to get back in it. We come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. It's, it's crazy to me, though. I mean, there's teams throughout the season that we've shoveled dirt on on Sunday nights because – I mean, that's what we do, right? I mean, we, we are the knee-jerk of knee-jerk of reactions course. in the NFL. But how many times have we buried the Cowboys here? And now all of a sudden, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying it seems crazy to think that they might crazy stretch three games in 11 days. One of those games is New Orleans, who might be uh, the odds-on favorite to go to the Super Bowl out of the NFC right now, right up there with the Rams. Oh, they look so damn good. Did Now, did you think the Saints would be in that position after what you no. saw in week one against Tampa? No, no, not at all. Of in course fact, not. 
we were all bearing. I mean, I think we had uh, Sean Payton fired and Drew Brees in retirement after they week were the laughing stock after the first week. That's what we do on this show. But of of all the teams that I feel like we've tried to count out more than any other, Dallas is like number one, number one on that depth chart. But yet here they are. What would that number be? A game and a half out of first place right now behind the the Washington Redskins. And with the way Ezekiel Elliott ran the ball tonight, you get Amari Cooper, who they are forcing the ball to, by God. I don't know, Arnie. I I think I'm on board with you. I think they're now the team to keep an eye on if they can. Listen, they're probably going to lose to New Orleans. But it seems as if that schedule eases up over those final three weeks, as you brought up earlier. Right, and that's going to be the difference maker there. You said one and a half, it's really two in the loss column is what you got to take a look at. And as I mentioned, the reason I like them is because I don't believe in Philadelphia. So that's going to be a two-team race. Obviously, a lot's going to decide what happens on Thanksgiving, but I I think the Cowboys, this victory could be the, the beginning of the turnaround for them. And I, I hate to admit that because I hate them, but um, <laughs> Jason Garrett may have saved his job with this victory. By the way, I'm curious, Bobo, what makes you more angry? Arnie claiming the Lakers as my Lakers or proclaiming that the Cowboys could be the team to beat in the a- in the NFC East? Which one makes you more angry? That's the question of the night. Yes, exactly. Because I, I would probably put my money on you putting Dallas on that kind of downhill slope towards the uh, playoffs in the NFC East. Here's a good one from the Lil Troller on Twitter. You can hit us up throughout the night. Arnie's at Stinkin' Genius 1, S-T-I-N-K-I-N Genius in the number one. I'm at Plank Show. Uh, Lil Bro Troller writes, Jim Schwartz should be fired and forced to coach the Jets for the rest of the year. At this point, which New York football team would win? Great question. I would probably (laughs) still take the Jets if they have Sam Darnold healthy. But that kind of gets to what we were talking about early, Arnie. No one's pointing fingers at Carson Wentz. He didn't play too poorly. It's that defense right now for Philadelphia, isn't it? Can you take the Bills, the Jets, and the Giants? Three new I would say three New York teams. I know New Jersey and how miserable they are. Then I'm thinking, well, you got San Francisco and Oakland. But uh, stop there because you have the, the Chargers and the Rams. I mean, geez, how bad they are. If you're a New Yorker, you just want to stop watching football altogether. Yeah, it's not going so well right now. It's kind of like the Bay Area, though San Francisco fans can always hold out hope because, hey, their quarterback got hurt. But Right. Listen, everything about bad football, I feel like I just need to be quiet and go curl up into a corner, Arnie, because of the Raiders <laughs> right now. I mean, it, this this is abysmal. I You're going to have a I, rough decade coming up. You think it's going to be that long? No, maybe a century. I I don't know if, well, I'll be dead by that point, yeah. but I, I don't really know if I can handle another year of this. Arnie, they should be winless. They, the, the Oakland Raiders right now should be winless. Their only win was on a botched call by the referee. I mean, y- y'all understand that, right? This all, oh, Gruden's great, and I fell into that trap as well, too. They should be over right now. And I'm sorry, am I crazy when I think about coaches that take over and they don't like the personnel, ah, we need to draft this guy, we need to go bring in a, a player here or a player there, you at least coach up the guys that are there, don't you? You at least make it somewhat respectable. Arnie, they, and I know last year was rough for the Raiders because they had the hype of the Super Bowl thoughts coming into the season and Derek Carr took a big dip, got hurt. Son of a B, man. This is embarrassing to watch for Oakland right now, a franchise that had Mac. Cooper, all these cornerstones, and now they're like, 
begging for draft picks and scraps. This is just an absolute albatross. Well, I'll right give now. you this. I, I think you're better than the 0-16 Tampa Bay Buccaneer team. I don't so know. You, you got, well, I don't know. It's close. It's I don't close. know if that I don't know if that's true. And here's the thing. <laughs> oh gosh, where, where's my where's the 95-7 the game listeners that still care? But, Arnie, this is an, a, a direct slap in the face of Oakland. Isn't it? You know, I completely understand that you want to have your franchise humming by the time you get to Vegas. I get it. I understand. But don't don't sit here and I need one of your analogies, one of your uh, analogies about the hot chick that tells you she she likes you and she digs you and she wants to <laughs> hang out with you. And the next thing you know, when you want to take her to meet the parents, suddenly she disappears and ghosts you and you never hear from her again. That's kind of what John Gruden did to the city of Oakland. He laid out, oh, Cleo Mack going to be around. We're going to build around Amari Cooper. This is going to be great. We're going to have a great – and son of a beat. They, they haven't – they haven't won a game. I, if you want to hang your hat on that win over Cleveland, get out of here. I, why did why did I get off? On well, at least game? at least Joey have like ninety million more. By the way, Rob uh, tweets in: If Vermont beats Kansas, I'll send you some world famous Kansas City barbecue. When Kansas wins, you have to be nice to Plank. No bet. No bet. No bet. No bet. It's not in Arnie's DNA to be nice yeah. to anybody. Can't do it. That's- can't do That's it. That's pretty much what I mean. Literally, the uh, our, our buddies over at the Sports Radio PD website did an article, and Arnie's like taking credit for producing my local show. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> there, there's no way, uh, Matt. By the way, let's let's touch on this real quick before we grab our first break and we dive into stock up, stock down. Sager is in the house. We'll get an update from him coming up in about 15 minutes from now. Matt writes, "Wow, I think Plank shows a bit salty tonight. Haven't heard anger from him like this before." Did you listen last week? I mean, Arnie put me in a position where I had to defend Alabama, Matt. It's It was the worst night of my life. I, I had a therapy on Tuesday about having to defend Alabama. I'm sitting here having you are to defend pretty salty, the SEC. Though. Yeah, you are, well, you are pretty salty because um, Oklahoma probably going to drop over that abysmal three-touchdown favorite and barely hanging on the win by a point over a lousy decision to go for two when there was still over a minute left in the game. And even if you made it, you aren't going to guarantee yourself a victory. Uh, did you see their their field goal kicker miss an extra point by a mile earlier? I Listen, I'm not here to defend Mike Gundy is that ever Amendola? on this program. Danny Amendola or whatever his name is. It's not Danny Amendola. No. Yeah, Matt Amendola is his name. He missed it by a mile. So I have no problem with going for two. And, uh, yeah, you know, you can disrespect it all you want. But, Arnie, what, what happened? What, what was the final score of that game? Win? Win column Sooners? They, they, they didn't take that away. No, we're going to give you Did the I win. Something? We'll just drop you down in the BCS rankings for that. Were you, who, who are you going to move ahead of them? Who, who impressed you more? Washington State beating an awful Colorado team? Oh, my gosh. You know who's the best team? Everyone's losing their mind over UCF. You know who's a team that deserves respect that's not getting it? And I know you hate anyone that's not a Power 5 conference team. Of course. Or Utah State. Utah State deserves more love than they're getting right now. Get out of here with this UCF talk. Get in here with some Utah State talk. My man Stop Matt it, Wells please. is killing it right now. Now, now you're out of Utah if you're going to start pumping Utah State in Central Florida, we we may have to fire you. When we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio studio, stock up, stock down. It's Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. We could have breaking news. The key word here is could have breaking Ooh. news in the NFL. But first, with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio, brought to you by Discover. Become a new card member, and Discover Card will match all the cash back you've earned, dollar for dollar, at the end of your first year. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. So, Eric Roberts pointed out there's a couple of 
unverified sources, Ooh. which is great in the sports talk radio. Love that because, stuff. Like the Sager is the big capital J journalism guy for yeah. us. So Arnie and I can just throw S off the wall and see if it sticks. So here we go. Uh, there's a report out there that Todd Bowles is out yeah. as the head coach of the Jets. Would no that surprise you there. at all. Yeah, no. Again, no. Le- allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Odd Very Shark, key Odd word Sharks here. tweeted out. We didn't do the breaking jingle. Steve DeSager has not confirmed it for us. So allegedly, it's that early. is the uh, yeah. I I think I did a good job of of saying that. No, we're no, yeah. I just didn't want somebody to, to to tune in right <laughs> after you had just cleared it all up, and then like, oh, Chris, Chris oh, Plank broke it. Chris Plank done broke deal. it. Yep, there it is. I heard it on Fox Sports Radio, so no shock here, right, Arn? No, you just got waxed by a team. Uh, who we thought may be one of the worst teams in the NFL. You are just an embarrassment. They've got to make a change. And uh, you know what? It's going to take a lot more growing pains for Sam Darnold also. So now's a good time to do it, get another coach in there and and start from ground zero uh, from scratch and and work your way up. Uh, Here's the tweet from, uh, let's see, let's go back here a little bit. At Spread Investor. Oh my gosh! I can't what? believe I'm really having a. I have no idea. Said that Todd Bowles will be fired tomorrow. Uh, five units, whatever that means. And then Odds Shark added that uh, Todd Bowles was plus six fifty. What does that even mean, Arnie? Plus six fifty. Uh, six and a half to one. Okay, so uh, he was six and a half to one to be the next head coach to be fired heading into Week Ten. And Odds Shark has, uh, I don't know, I mean, they're they're sitting there with close to 63,000 followers laying out that the reports are indicating that he has been let go by the Jets. Here's a question for you. Is that a good job? Oh, it's an awesome job. A young franchise quarterback, if you believe in Sam Darnold, yeah. uh, you're in the Big Apple. Uh, you can only go nowhere but up. You're in a lousy division in the AFC East. Tom Brady is, you know, not going to be around that much longer. Oh, what are you kidding me? It's a it's a win win situation there. You start thinking about the Patriots and the vulnerability as Arnie just brought up because who knows how much longer Belichick wants to coach. You you mentioned Brady's forty one, forty two, whatever he is right now. So heck yeah, even though you're sitting at three and seven right now, there's nowhere to go but up. Who would you try to get as as head coach? Well, if I'm any team right now, I'm probably looking at uh, whomever Andy Reid has calling plays right now. And so who who's he have? It's the uh, is is Deuce Daly in Philadelphia oh, or did he go with him? Why? Who are you thinking? Are you going to go pluck Kevin Sumlin because he won three games in a row at Arizona? Who are you thinking right now? I love guys like Deuce Staley. I love the uh, I love the special teams coordinator at Kansas City. I'm not going to give you a sexy pick because I like some of the assistants right now because I think those are the guys. Are you that are like a Josh McDaniels fan? Is that what you're going to tell me? Oh, you got to go after somebody like him. You know I, that. I think Josh McDaniels is going to be the next head coach at Cleveland. So I think that's pretty much already a slam dunk from one perspective. I think he dug Baker coming out of college. I think he likes the idea. I think it's going to be McDaniel or Bruce Arians uh, at at Cleveland right now. So I'm not a big Josh McDaniel fan. Uh, I'm not one that forgives after screwing up one time like he did at Denver. So maybe that's bad on me. But I don't know, Arnie. Who would you see? Because I love some of these up and coming young assistants. As an uh, look with Sean McVay, nobody was picking Sean McVay to be a great head coach. Whenever he took over with the Rams, and uh, at least in the media, they weren't. I'm sure in the coaching circles, they were. And now look what he's done in Los Angeles. I'm ready to make that next move. Now it's easy for me to say because it's not my money, um, right. but it's going to take a heck of a lot of money to get him. 
I would try to get Belichick away from the damn Patriots because I think that guy is fed up with what's going on there. We've already seen the cracks in the foundation, and what a perfect time to leave the now as Brady is certainly getting older. Now the only thing is you can't pay him like Gruden where you're giving him $100 million for 10 years, but that doesn't mean you can't give him, I don't know, can you give him like a quarter percent or Dumb, Dumb question. Why can't you? Why couldn't you pay him that? Because he's too if old. You, want, you think so? Well, he's not a you, spring chicken now, is he? Who cares? If you got an opportunity to get Belichick, and if he came to you and said, oh, I want Gruden money, you wouldn't give it to him? Do you think he you would leave? Give him to, no, I think he's retiring at New England. That's that. That's my thought. Well, well I, you know what, though? If he ever was going to leave, I would think it would be after this year, depending on how it finishes, because Brady certainly looks like he's slowing down. Um, the Patriots are going to slow down, and I think he's upset with what has happened. You know, with uh, Brady not reporting the OTAs, Gronk not reporting the OTAs. Then he tried to trade Gronk. I certainly think there's turmoil a little bit between him and Kraft. I think he'd like to stick it back to them a little bit. By the way, uh, the Patriots had won six straight games before losing today to the Titans, and Arnie has. Tom Brady slowing down. So, uh, oh, again, you should see what Rob Q. Parker's been saying about him today. Rob Parker? You mean our hot take warrior on afternoons here on Fox yes. Sports Radio? <laughs> <laughs> I think Tom Brady could throw for 400 yards and never throw an incomplete pass, and uh, Rob Parker would be mad at him. I don't know what Tom Brady ever did to Rob Parker, but if we ever find it out, it will be very interesting to see what led to that. You but know, yeah, no, I, I, I want you to know something. It. What we're kind of brushing off is Belichick did something for the first time I've I've, I've ever seen in my lifetime. Yeah, I um, agree. He benched Tom Brady. I, when you say he benched him, yanked him with about sense. five six minutes and said, "Get out of here, you and all the other first stringers. You benched." That's what he um, did. Uh, okay, if you want to put it that way, again, you're putting me in these awful positions where I have to defend things I can't stand. No, what did he want to put him on the bench so he could pat him on the back and invite him to dinner? Well, I think saying he benched him would allude to the fact that he sat him down for poor play. I think he sat him down because there was no benefit in him being in the game anymore. Has he so, ever done that before? I've never seen a Brady finish a game from the sideline. Never. Uh, I'll have to go back. Never. Never. Maybe maybe he's getting smarter about it because Hoyer threw all of one pass whenever he came in to replace him. So, sure, Arnie, he benched him today. Tom Brady is done. He should be cut, and the Patriots should go on with the <laughs> Brian Hoyer. That. Is that what you and, no, is that what you and Rob Parker no, I, want out of no, this? I just Son want of a you B, to man. know I got to report the facts. I'm a reporter, am I not? I don't think you're a reporter. I think well, you're a talk I'll show host. If you're a reporter, go find me the news on this Todd Bowles story coming out of New York right now. But Can we'll I just say my inside sources say you're correct? Can I do that? Do you know what? If, yeah. if you want to do that, we can do that all night long. Because, hey, <laughs> Arnie's inside sources tell him that Todd Bowles is out and that the, uh, the Sooners are going to drop 50 spots for winning. And that, uh, what else here? Oh, Tom Brady was benched, and Bill Belichick is mad at him. By the way, uh, quick, quick question upon yeah. during DeSager's uh, uh, update coming up here in mere moments. Which job that could potentially be open would be the most attractive to you? Would it be Dallas, or would it be the New York Jets? In other words, I'm asking, do you want Dak, or do you want Sam Darnold? I don't want Hold Dak, but if, yeah, if I can go to Dallas and, and change up my quarterback situation – 
uh, and get myself another one. That is the the premier job in the yeah, NFL. I know. Hold your thought, but I'm going to go ahead and answer that right now as we come to you live from the Geico Oh, did you tell me to hold my thought? I'm sorry. I told you, Boba. He never listens to I me. I can't does do he? it. All right, Steve DeSager is in the house getting us caught up on everything going on in the world of sports. What's going on, Steve? Well, first, there's the ESPN story that Houston Rockets players and coaches believe that Carmelo Anthony has played his final game for that team. Did you notice both games this weekend, they listed Carmelo Anthony out? Wink, wink, illness. Yes, exactly. He's making the Rockets sick, in other words. That's better (laughs) than Jimmy Butler exhaustion, right? Is that what it was? Yeah, and he got traded. And as far as the Jets story, of course, it's not a story because it hasn't come from New York yet. Until Manish has it, it hasn't happened yet with the Jets. Although I did see the morning headline of the New York Post, picture of Todd Bowles, and the headline says, Embarrassing loss to brutal Bills makes it clear Todd must go. And you guys mentioned how bad the Monday night matchup is tomorrow. Did you know, I found this out from AP, that the only time we've had a worse record-wise Monday night football matchup this late in the season, it was the 1975 New York Jets at San Diego when the Chargers were 1-11. and It was Joe Namath against Dan Fouts. Neither played the whole game. It was late season. Chargers won for what it's worth so seems a lot better than what we're going to see tomorrow <laughs> that's right because the giants are one and seven for a second straight year they're playing at two and seven san francisco nick mullins at quarterback you know at the moment the oakland raiders do have the number one overall pick at one and Hell eight yeah and it's giants 49ers right behind him so what are you rooting for a tie or i don't i don't know how it goes how you root this you already it was bad news because the cowboys won tonight right too, you know true. by the way too bad you can't do this plank if you have the number one pick even though he's not eligible, I would t- I would take Tua anyway. Like the well, like the Celtics the, did with Larry Bird, remember? They might have the number one pick again next year, so just hold off. Remember <laughs> what the got... Celtics did with Larry Bird? They In took advance. him two years out of time. Yeah, you can't exactly. do that yeah, and they, they, no. they created rules yeah. where you can't do that anymore. Too bad. Uh, the Raiders have Cowboys first round. Otherwise, I'd draft Bears. little LeBron Jr. right now. <laughs> LeBron, by the way, uh, yes, he had a late dunk that helped the Lakers, but a lot of turnovers. Lakers, I think, had over 20 turnovers tonight and still won the late NBA game, beating Atlanta 107-106 on a block shot at the buzzer by L.A. native Tyson Chandler, recently acquired, against first-rounder Trey Young on a floater in the lane. Quite a game, as it turned out. The Hawks trailed by 15 late in the third quarter, took the lead with about a minute left, and still L.A. wins by one. The NFL game went to Dallas 27-20 at Philadelphia. Each team is 4-5. and five. Cowboys first-round linebacker Leighton Vander Esch had 13 solo tackles, including a key one on a screen with under two minutes to go. He had an interception as well. Ezekiel Elliott, all of 19 carries for 151 yards, two second-half touchdowns, including one with about three minutes to go. Rams won their 9-1. Chiefs won their 9-1. We're just about a week away from Rams-Chiefs Monday Night Football in Mexico City, as I mentioned on Arnie's show tomorrow night, uh, last night, that this game a week from tomorrow night is, uh, well, it's at Azteca Stadium, where the field was not completely ruined, but close to it by a concert this past week. And did you see that they're posting the highest over-under in that game since 1986. Whoa, whoa. And I want, in other words, higher than we got for Rams New Orleans 64. recently. It's going to be 64. 
four is what the over under will total be in that points game. for an NFL game. Uh, wow, New, New Orleans won fifty one fourteen at Cincinnati, so the Saints have won eight in a row. They're eight and one. Chargers and Green Bay got wins. Tennessee beat New England thirty four ten. Cleveland over Atlanta twenty eight to sixteen. Kyle Busch, the NASCAR winner, and guys, former BYU basketball star Jimmer Fredette. Scored oh, 75 points Woo! in a pro game in China today, including Woo! 40 points in the fourth quarter. His team lost on a late three-pointer, 137-136. You score 75 and lose. The guy's averaging 38 points per game over there this season. His third pro year over there. He was college player of the year in 2011. He can't play wow. in the NBA? I don't understand this. I think he played with every other team in the NBA and then <laughs> went overseas. Jeez. <laughs> I've I've actually watched a few of the uh, Jimmer Fredette games, or at least the highlights of them. Arnie, I'm pretty sure you could put 20 up against the competition that he's facing. Not here to don't encourage him. him. Not here to to disrespect. He'll Jimmer start Fredette. talking about his shot from 30 years I'm ago. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, what does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? Well, it means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. Good tweets coming in. How about this? Uh, Clay Travis, who for some reason is still up, which you got to respect. Get out of uh, here. The Washington Redskins are now in sole possession of first place in week 10 for the first time since 1991. I felt like the Redskins have been better more recently than 91, but this is the first time they've been in first place this late in the season since 91. And how about this? Uh, The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the first team in the Super Bowl era to post over 500 yards of offense and score three points or fewer. That's almost impossible. I don't know. I saw the Raiders today. I mean, I've seen teams that do dumb things in the red zone all the time. Clay Travis coming up on Outkick the Show uh, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Outkick the coverage. Outkick the coverage, outkick the show. I thought he called it Outkick the Show. I don't know what he calls it. You don't get up early enough. No, I don't. uh, I have seven teams here that could be in a situation where they're looking for a new head coach. One of them, certifiable, done, finished, over, O-V-E-R, over, Arnie. Cleveland is looking for a head coach. Yeah. Here's other potential vacancies in the NFL. You have the Jets, which according to one report out there, could be taking place right now. I added Baltimore, which it's it, – it, am I the only one that thinks it's crazy they might move on from John Harbaugh? I get it they've they've struggled. I get it that, uh, that they, they're in their bye week, so things haven't gone well, and maybe we're going to see Lamar Jackson make his debut next week. But um, i kind of thinking John Harbaugh would be scooped up pretty quick for another job, wouldn't he? What about and what about Jacksonville? You have them on your list also, or you didn't put you know, them on I, your list? I didn't put Jacksonville on the list, but I'm more than happy to do so if you want. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, because they look so good right now. Why wouldn't you? Well, uh, that's kind of Tom Coughlin's hand-picked guy. Here's the six, or the seven that I yeah. had, and then I'll add Jacksonville as an eighth. So you have the Jets and the Browns. Right. I put Baltimore, Dallas, Tampa Bay, Cincinnati, and the Denver Broncos, and I'll add Jacksonville. Of those eight vacancies, Arnie, is there one that jumps out to you and says, I got to be there? You have one, two franchise, maybe a third franchise quarterback. You have Darnold with the Jets. You have Baker with the Browns. You've got, uh, I guess, Dak with the Cowboys. Whoever gets the Cowboys job, it looks like you're going to have to build around Dak Prescott. And we can argue whether or not you've got one in Baltimore with Lamar Jackson. I guess we'll find out. But does any one of. 
Well, does any of those say, jobs jump out to you? Yeah, well, the Cleveland does. I mean, I'm, I I like Baker Mayfield, and I like what he's done, and, and, and I think that's a, a, a team that's on the rise, obviously. Who said, was it Bruce Arias that said that would be the one job he would come out of retirement yeah. for or something? Would, was the Cleveland Browns, or am I wrong on that, Chris? No, 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 no. That's the only place that he said he would be willing to, to yeah. come out. I mean, and, look, and, and I, think that's, I think that's a good job, um, a job that, you know, you won't have as much pressure as you will in New York with the Jets or maybe the Cowboys and in Dallas. Um, but you have a franchise quarterback. That's why it's so appealing. Yeah. Um, I'm, geez, every week I see Sam Darnold. I, I really, really want to wonder, is this guy going to be a franchise quarterback? I love the city. I love that the AFC East is just going to be a miserable division. I love that Tom Brady's not going to be there much longer. So that's a way to move the Jets up. So that's a very appealing job also. And how could you not want to take the Dallas Cowboys? I mean, the, the premier right. franchise in all of maybe sports and, you know, take over from there. As long as you get rid, get rid of Dak Prescott and bring in your own quarterback, you know, I think that's a good job also. I guess this comes down to who may – if you have the faith of ownership, which let's let's – Listen, I watch way too much Raiders football. For instance, in Oakland, John Gruden's been given the keys to the car. Uh, and Mark Davis said, hey, I've given Derek Carr all this money. That's keys to the car, Derek Carr, huh? Yeah. But you've got to fix him or you've got to make sure it's okay. So you've got to build around him to a certain degree. But if you don't like him, we've Why? got an out Why, why can't you trade him? Well, I guess you hypothetically could yeah. if you want. But I, I don't know what to believe and what not to believe. My point is – if you go into any of these situations like Denver, Cincinnati, Dallas, Baltimore, and Tampa, or even Jacksonville, and you're given the opportunity to bring in your own guy at quarterback, then, yeah, that makes it much more appealing. I mean, it, with New York and Cleveland, Arnie, if you take those jobs, you know who your quarterback's going to be. You right. have to build around that guy. And and I think, I don't know, do we add that? I think you have to add Dallas to that mix, too, with everything Jerry Jones has said, don't I, you? I don't know if I'm buying into that whole, Okay. Gonna, we're going to give him an extension, and maybe they're planning on giving him an extension at bottom bargain basement prices, and maybe Dak won't accept it. I was like, ah, that's not acceptable. And I'm going to go someplace else. So, um, you know, you got to read into what he said. Don't just take it at face value there, Chris. By the way, there's another story involving a current NFL player whose career may be over. Ooh. We'll tell you about it next. Plus, Steve DeSager slides in with Arnie and Plank on a Fox Sports Sunday. Been keeping a close eye on New York tonight and the potential firing of Todd Bowles. Should we be keeping an eye on Oakland? We'll explain coming up in just a bit. DeSager's in the house. But first, great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance with Arnie Spanier. I'm Chris Plank. Steve DeSager in the house with us as well for this yep. segment. But, guys, a little news out of Oakland tonight. It looks as if Jordy Nelson's career might be over. Oh, geez, I saw him limping off, yeah. Uh, and, again, I, I, you all can make your jokes. Way hey, there's a receiver that's actually playing in Oakland. Well, I was just going to say they're going to drop him like it's that. Yeah, well done, DeSager. <laughs> but, now, after the game, Derek Carr was upset about something that he didn't want. Good yeah, night. that was Thank so you. well done. Good night. DeSager is done for the evening. But uh, <laughs> according to reports out of Oakland, it looks as if Jordy Nelson may be done for the season. Now, the question is, is it an injury? Is it him saying, I'm out. I, I don't want to be here anymore. But he was hurt 
And uh, they're also concerned about Martavius Bryant's uh, oh, Martavis yeah, Bryant's injury as well, too. And so. I don't see Jordy Nelson as a temperamental guy in the least. Bryant, though, no. a possible torn PCL, according Ooh. to NFL Network. He'll have an MRI. And the Rams receiver, Cooper Cup, their top receiver last year, left with the knee injury. NFL Ooh. Network says yeah. the concern is that it's a torn ACL. He'll have an MRI. The coach was not at all positive after the game. Not looking good for him. That's that's going to be a crusher for the Rams. That That's a real bad one. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Again, Rams. Chiefs only a week away. The college football ratings out from yesterday, by the way. The highest rated game was Ohio State, Michigan State on Fox. It got a higher rating than the Alabama game on CBS, and then it was Oklahoma third. The Notre Dame game got only a 2.2 rating, while Fox got a 3.8 for Ohio State. Ian Book, the Irish starting quarterback, sat out last night with a rib injury. The Irish say today, number three Notre Dame will have Book back Saturday at Yankee Stadium against number 12 Syracuse. Won't make a difference they're losing. <laughs> Is this a prediction already in this I one? Got, I got my three-teamer coming up oh. next hour, and, and three, t- two, or actually all three teams are winning, and they're a 7, 10, and 10-point underdog. Out on a limb again. In the new AP poll, the top seven remain the same. Washington stayed up to number eight. Kentucky fell to number 20. And in case you didn't hear, Louisville fired football coach Bobby Petrino. To the NFL, at least that purportedly was an NFL game in Cincinnati today. It was (laughs) 51-14, to the Saints take it. Just by comparison, Cincinnati had 43 plays. New Orleans had 33 first downs in the game. Wow. It never oh, punted smokes. in this game. Eight straight wins for New Orleans. Drew Brees, three touchdown passes in the first half. So he passes Brett Favre for second most passing TDs in NFL history. 509. Peyton Manning with 539 is at the mm. top. And uh, Michael Thomas had eight more catches. So in the first 40 games of an NFL career, he breaks Odell Beckham's record. He, in his first 40 games, had 266 catches. Thomas with 274 now. The Bengals match their most lopsided defeat in franchise history. And they're the first team in the Super Bowl era, roughly the last 50 years, to give up 500 yards in three straight NFL games. And four games ago, it was almost 500 yards. So to the Big 12. They are on pace to give up the most yards in NFL history. Larry Fitzgerald and the Cardinals lost to KC, did have 50 yards receiving, so he passes Terrell Owens, number two all-time in receiving yards, almost 16,000. Number one is Jerry Rice at almost 23,000. How can't you cover this game if you're the Kansas City Chiefs and cover 16 and a half? <laughs> How can you not do that? Chris, that is his first comment about this Exactly. Game. I, know, right? I thought he was going to say, yeah, Mahomes can't even get 300 yards. What's Forget going on that. here? How do you not cover 16 and a half? Uh, Patrick Mahomes, by the way, has already set the Chiefs franchise record most touchdown passes in one season he's up to 31 now already in the first 10 games they're nine and one baker mayfield with a record although losing the first round at home you know that happens all the that time. has happened to the chiefs before baker mayfield time. today in the win over atlanta 17 of 20 three mm. touchdown passes in nfl history he is the first rookie quarterback ever to have a passer rating of at least 150 in a single wow. game wow with 20 pass attempts at least Julio Jones had over 100 yards receiving, so he's up to 10,000 receiving yards already, fastest ever, faster than Calvin Johnson. Todd Gurley in L.A. on only 16 carries at 120 yards and a score. Yet another TD for him. He scored at least a touchdown in every one of the Rams games this year, all 10. The only other guys that had done that, Crazy Legs Hirsch of the Rams, 1951. (laughs) 
Lenny Moore in the 60s and O.J. Simpson of the 70s. A touchdown Ooh. in every game for a team, first 10 games. Andrew Luck, I had no idea about this stat. They beat Jacksonville today. He's thrown at least three touchdown passes in each of the last six games now. Oh my the gosh. only guys that have done that had longer streaks, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady in the past, and those were in MVP years for those guys. Adam Vinatieri was honored by the Colts before the game since he's the NFL's new career scoring leader, and he was on the winning team again today, so he has tied George Blanda in league history. George Blanda. Most regular season wins, <laughs> 209 in Vinatieri's career. Now, wait a minute. That, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. 209 games where they have won? Correct. Okay, because he was Blanda was a quarterback also, so I don't that doesn't affect that though. No, I like how Arnie side. argues the record books. That's, that's my right. favorite. I'll thing argue on this anything. Show. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, he's not familiar with facts. That's yeah. why. <laughs> Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers and they beat Miami today. In the last twelve home games for Rodgers, he is undefeated at Lambeau Field, eleven zero and one, including postseason in these twelve. Relax. And in those please. twelve home games, thirty touchdowns, three interceptions during the streak. Uh, Frank Gore is still playing for Miami. He's over 500 yards rushing this season, so that means 14 straight years at NFL record. He's had he at least 500 yards. Already. And Tom Brady had a catch today in the loss to Tennessee. Oh, he looked horrible doing it. Age 41, he is the oldest player with a catch since Jerry Rice was 42. Ooh. And the Bears snap a 10-game losing streak against division opponents. They hadn't beat a division opponent in a couple of years until what? today. And they had dropped nine of their last 10 against Detroit head-to-head. Go figure. Khalil Mack was back. He had two. Six more sacks against Matthew Stafford. His head was still spinning after last week. <laughs> By the way, uh, Khalil Mack yeah. has more sacks as an individual yeah, than, than the, the Raiders, Raiders do as yeah. a team. Yeah, thanks. Wow. I mean, I just needed that rubbed in even more. That I deserves wanted, a while. I wanted to say that. <laughs> I, I mean, I started it, and then you got to trample all over That's it. That's right. Good stuff, DeSager. We'll get back to the NFL when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's Arnie and Plank recapping Week 10 on Fox Sports Radio. You know, every Sunday night yeah. when I drive home after the show, yeah. I realize – Half the stuff we wanted to get to, we never yeah. get to. Half the stuff. Well, I and I don't want to interrupt here, Chris, but you know not when we have breaking news, right? no, well, that's, not at yeah, all. yeah that, go that's going to stop me at all. Uh, when we have breaking news, it goes right to the top. Uh, when we have breaking trades, it goes right to the top. Right. Um, when our listeners are one hundred percent right, it goes right to the top. Like Daryl, uh, and I wanted to start this most impressive tweet we've ever gotten in our lives. Uh, Stinking genius, did I miss the part where Plank made excuses for his video game defense in the Big 12? What a joke. What a houseman for the Big 12 Conference. Oklahoma State drive sequence, one play, 85 yards, three plays, 70 yards, six plays, 76 yards, etc. Embarrassing. Feel free to get a stop. I had to get to that right away. I'm sorry. Yeah, got to be better defensively. Three of the four teams (laughs) in the 14 playoffs are in the top three of scoring defense in college football right now. You had the fourth in Notre Dame. They're at top 15. Got to be better. Uh, Real real quick, can you run down Oklahoma's scoring drives for me? No, I can't. Because because they're pretty damn good. So shut the bleep up, Daryl. Everyone in college football would kill for a quarterback like Kyler Murray and an offense like Oklahoma's. Their defense is struggling. Got to get better. And, again, that's the key right now. Arnie, you look at the four-team playoff rankings. Yeah. You've got Clemson, Alabama, Michigan, and Notre Dame. And I think – I mean, I don't see it changing. Do you? After, oh, yeah. Notre Dame going to lose this weekend. Well, no. 
Tuesday. Are they going to lose before Tuesday? No, no, not before okay, Tuesday. Okay, you. not before Tuesday. Holy after smokes. Tuesday. But uh, Clemson is number one right now in scoring defense, tied with Alabama at 12.7 points per, uh, per game. Michigan is number technically two in the country at 12.9. And then Notre Dame is sitting at 15 at 18.3. Got to be better defensively. If you want to compete uh, for a championship, we'll see. Though you tend to think that Notre Dame is going to disappear from this conversation because if they lose, they're out, right? Oh, I didn't, I'm not going to say they're out. I just say they're going to lose to Syracuse. I'm not so sure that would put them that far down. For some reason, I get a feeling they wouldn't drop as much. Remember now, Syracuse is a top 50 or a top 12 team. Top 20. Yeah. yeah. Top 15 team. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it might not hurt them as much as you would think. And I would think of the one loss teams that you would have, which would then include Notre Dame, Michigan. You know, Oklahoma, Michigan. Syracuse would be – no, Syracuse is two-loss team. But you would probably say that Notre Dame would have, what, one of the most impressive losses? Uh, and I know that sounds horrible to say. Maybe, let me rephrase that because I don't want to sound like a loser. One of the most impressive wins of the one-loss teams. Notre Dame's win over Michigan might be the best non-conference win in college football right now. I mean, it's hard to argue that, right? You look it's up hard and down, to argue I mean, that. I never thought that – Two teams like that would hook on up if you were going to take the Alabama scale. Uh, by the way, uh, Central Florida, they have no losses, so we're just going to make sure they don't get anywhere near the top ten, correct? Central Florida is uh, 15B next to, uh, let's see here, I'll put Utah State Central Florida would lose to Alabama, I would say, probably 56-3. to by the way, with that said, I love Central Florida. Josh Heupel is my guy, so yeah. uh, I would I would give him an opportunity. Are we ever going to get this fixed in college football and expand our playoffs? Or are we staying with four, Arnie? What do you think? I, I think we'll eventually get it right and go to the eight. We need to go to the eight. That way you have a, a little bit more there. You get the other conferences. Uh, you can get the Central Florida in, maybe get a few wild cards. I think you got to go to eight. All right, uh, we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Yeah, I'd say get to eight, so that way the Pac-12 can finally get back in it. All right, let's wow. get some of these tweets in here. Um, this one from Matt, who writes, Fox Sports can always reassign a stinking genius to the White House or fire him, and that would fit right in with his distortion of the facts. Do you feel what? like you, you distort the facts, Arnie? Uh, which fact did I distort this time? Well, I think pretty much all of them. Uh, this one from Paul who writes, Plank says water is wet. Arnie argues, what are you talking about? Yes, welcome to my life, Paul. Uh, Ernie, if it's sounding like Arnie is picking Syracuse to beat the Irish, then poor Jason Smith is cringeworthy because of the hashtag Arnie curse. Why would you do this? Why would you do this to at how about a fresca, Arnie? Why would you do this? Yeah, I, I don't. I, I like Jason Smith, so I don't like to do it to him. But I, I real. And by the way, it's like nine and a half is the spread here. And Notre Dame, obviously a good team, but Syracuse so much better than we're giving him credit for. I think this is going to be a one possession game and could come down to a field goal. I'm going to go with the upset in this one. I love Syracuse. I really do. Why are we playing this game at Yankee Stadium? I mean, again, could you imagine this in the oh, Carrier Dome? I want all neutral site games out. I'm done with them all. I don't want to see any of the, uh, you know, uh, Oklahoma, Texas, uh, Florida, uh, Georgia. I don't want any of that stuff neutral site. You know, and again, I, I, I'm not here to defend it, but there's certain traditions that I think fit, and maybe there's two or three of them out there. But I'm with you 100%. Arnie. There's no such I thing as traditions anymore. We've gotten rid of all traditions. 
Well, there's no such thing as geography, that's for sure. Yeah. Whenever it comes to, uh, whenever it comes to college football and how we set up the conferences. Uh, gosh, I got so many tweets here. I want to get to. Let, pause on Twitter for just a second. I'll pause for just a bit. With the potential news of Todd Bowles being fired, I mean, shocking it all is that we we talked about this earlier, Arnie, of, as far as desirable jobs. I don't think it's. Too surprising that they would move on midseason. Maybe everyone's trying to get a jump on someone else, but I don't know. Any anything that kind of caught your eye with that potential move that could go down tonight, if not tomorrow morning? Yeah, I, I don't think the days of we better go ahead and get our permanent coach now so we get a jump on everybody else. Um, even coaches that are interested in coming to the NFL, they're not going to jump and leave in the middle. Like, yeah. take Lincoln Riley. He's not going to say, well, not I'm out of here. You know, I, I better get the hell out of here right now. Um, you know, before the season ends. So, no, I, I think there's going to be a little bit of a process. You name an interim coach, and then at the end of the year, you do your due diligence, and you go through the process, and then you hire the best available guys. So I don't think there's any rush. I think it's okay to get rid of the coach, um, but no rush to hire one uh, right now. If we're going through the weeks of the NFL as we get back to on-the-field play, was this top to bottom one of the worst that we've had so far? I mean, Horrible. I hate to be that guy because yeah. I love football. I'm going to watch it regardless. But holy smokes. Are you? Are you watching wait. tomorrow? Uh, yeah, I probably am because no, I need George Kittle to have. I have fantasy implications, Arnie. Don't question the importance of <laughs> fantasy. I need I need Mike Carmen to put a little dash in an H so I can make sure that the tweet's from him because it could be from someone else. Arnie, this is a huge weekend whenever it comes to fantasy, so don't disrespect George Kittle's role how in many, helping my fantasy team win. How many people would be watching if they didn't have money bet on the game or fantasy None. implications on this? Zero. <laughs> Hey, listen, if I wasn't down 20 points and I didn't need George Kittle to have a huge game, I'm in bed by like 9 o'clock tomorrow yeah. night. But I'll be watching till the last minute. I'll get mad when Nick Mullins throws it to someone else. I'll get mad whenever George Kittle hobbles off the field like he does every single game. Oh, it's my knee. And that's 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 the only people watching. The people you know, that have you know the what over, they should have the done? ESPN the fantasy guys. ESPN should have just said, you know what? We're going to pass on Monday night. We're just not going to have it. <laughs> you know what? I bet you if they said, here's the best of Monday night football, they would get higher ratings than the Giants and the 49ers. If they replayed the best Monday night football games of all time, you'd get higher ratings. I think you might be right. I'm serious. Ladies and gentlemen, this week we're going with a best of Monday Night Football game. We're only doing the Spanish broadcast on ESPN2 no, no. of and Monday here's Night Football. Howard and Dandy Don with the call. Oh, my gosh. By the way, can we have a segment next week on the Monday Night Football crew, or is that not allowed? I mean, I just – I feel like we could kill about an hour on this, Arnie, because I am – that's royalty, right? I mean, Monday Night Football, that's what it's all about. That was when I was growing up. You hit it. That was Howard Cosell. That was Dandy Don Meredith. I mean, even through Frank Gifford. I, I can remember enjoying even Keith Jackson whenever he called the games. What in the uh, – I'll, I'll hit pause on it for now. Yeah. Well, it's not royalty anymore. You don't have to hit pause. It's not royalty anymore. Now that you got the Thursday night and the Sunday night and the Monday night, yeah, there's no more royalty on that. <sighs> I am just beyond – all right, so biggest disappointment has been one of our conversations throughout the evening tonight. We've talked about the Jaguars, talked about the Raiders, unfortunately, and a couple of other teams. But, Arnie, if we're talking biggest surprises and we're looking up and down in the NFL right now, 
I mean, the Saints, with the way they've bounced back, if, if we were to sit here after week one and say, hey, in a couple of weeks you're going to be talking about the Saints as a Super Bowl contender, obviously that's a big surprise. But who kind of fits your bill of the biggest surprises through 10 weeks of the NFL season? Um, I'd have to say the Houston Texans, who I liked at the beginning of the year, but when they started off 0-3, I'm like, okay, take a hike, buddy. Now they've won six in a row, and don't look now. They get a, a, a first-round buy in the playoffs yep. um, if they continue like this and beat out the Patriots for that number two spot. I know it's way early to look at that, but who would have thunked that after they started 0-3? You don't even make the playoffs starting 0-3, yet alone uh, a number two seed with a first-round buy. That's what I'm looking at. Sitting at 6-3 and three right now. Can I throw one out there that might not be real popular, but I think at least some of our KC fans would agree? I think sitting at uh, nine and one through ten games, Kansas City's a nice little surprise, Arnie. I feel like we thought they were going to be okay. What? Did you did you think they'd be sitting at nine and one with Patrick Mahomes taking over at quarterback in the preseason? I think this has been a hell of a surprise in Kansas City right now. Why? Who did you like you in know? that division? Oakland, Denver. I mean, come well, I mean, on now. I, the only thing other team you could pick is the Chargers. <sighs> yeah, they were going to have that good of a year. You knew no, Mahomes you, you was that type so of quarterback. Of come right on. Now. You are so full of it right now, Arnie. You were all about uh, Patrick Mahomes throwing interceptions in the preseason. Hell, they only have a one-game lead over the Chargers right now. People are picking the Chargers to go to the Super Bowl. No one, nobody outside the most homeristic Kansas City Chief fan thought Patrick Mahomes and this Chiefs offense would be 9-1 and right now, leading the league in points scored. Right, let me ask you this. If you had to bet all your money, would you bet that the Chiefs win the Super Bowl or lose their first playoff game? <laughs> That's kind yeah. of unfair. <laughs> to be Which honest with you, going, why, why do you keep putting me in these situations where I have to support <laughs> things I hate? Supporting Alabama football, defense in college football. You know what? I'll, I'll tell you this. I would take Kansas City to go to the Super Bowl. Wow. Why not? Who's going to beat him in the AFC right now? Are you telling me they that they beat Houston... themselves? That's what you have to know <laughs> yeah, about. Turn them. the ball over. That's about it right now. Pittsburgh. Can I throw one more team? How about um, how about Indy? And I know that they're only four and five right, right now, but where we all thought the Colts might be with Andrew Luck coming back off his injury round three or four or whatever round this is for him being injured. But what they've done now and putting uh, putting together this nice little three game yeah. winning streak, he hasn't been sacked in like three weeks. So they're doing a good job in Indy. I would put them as a bit of a surprise right now at four and five. Even though I don't know if they're making the playoffs, they might be on the outside looking in. But it's a nice little run they put together. You got to wonder why he was out for like ten years or, or whatever it was. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, you, you got to say, well, you know, it wasn't like a knee or something. What the hell were you doing all this time? Maybe you went to the wrong. What, don't you have to start thinking maybe you went to the wrong doctors? When you're having this good of a year, you've been out that long? My goodness. Remember when they took him out of the game as he couldn't reach the the end zone from the 50-yard line? you got to wonder what the hell went, went on with this guy. Jacoby Brissett in week three came in for the Hail Mary pass. I don't remember who it was against, but, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I'll throw one more for you about uh, teams that have surprised me, and uh, then we'll grab a break. But, um, listen, I know they got smoked today, and so maybe this isn't one of those that will resonate. But the Bengals aren't bad, Arnie. You know, I know they put they got a fifty yeah, burger put on them today. Uh, I mean, they're they're right they're there. Bad. In the, five and four, right? They're in the five and four division. Let me tell you, I've never seen a team be five and four and yet give up like fifty more points than they've scored. Uh, they're doing it with smoke and mirrors. One because the Ravens and Cleveland um, are certainly behind them, but it will catch up to Cincinnati. They'll start going the other way. They'll be lucky to win eight games when it's all said and done. 
Oh, by the way, your uh, Dolphins are 5-5, five and five, and they've given up 60 more points than they've scored. We weren't so, talking I mean, about the Dolphins. Were so, we? I mean, you can say you haven't seen it, but you're pretty close. When no, we come back to the Geico five Fox Sports Radio Studios, yeah. we'll talk a little bit about what happened in the locker rooms after the games. That's next with Arnie and Plank on a Fox Sports Sunday. Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio to your tweets in a bit. But first, we're brought to you by Discover Card. We treat you like you'd treat you. Discover at Plank Show. That's me. He's at Stinking Genius One. S T I N K I N Genius and the number one. Hey, by the way, uh, yeah. kudos to you on your little piece that my man oh, Tyler yeah. McComas did. Yeah. Sports. Uh, what, what's that? What? SportsRadioPD.com. Yes. Right. A big expose did- on me. Uh, I need like another ten more. There was so many things I didn't get to, like me on the Newlywed Game, and just so much stuff there, Chris. So much in my life. I. I really have to do a couple more interviews for that. As a fan of Arnie Spaniers from yes. day one, I'll never forget how excited I was for him to be on the newlywed game. So, kudos. <laughs> Check it out at sportsradiopd.com. Our man Jason uh, Baird. And my guy, Tyler McComas here, who said, do you think I should do a piece on Arnie? And I said, please don't. Please, please. Whatever you do is ego. It's going to blow up. But it's a great read on Arnie's career. Now, before we dive into what happened in the locker room and hear some post-game audio, including the Excusinator 5000, or as I like to refer to him as John Gruden, uh, here's a couple of good things I wanted to get to. Uh, boy, where did I want to start here on Twitter? Let's start with Paul. Uh, we were just complaining about how college basketball's regular season means nothing. Yeah. Now we want to expand the college football playoffs and make the regular season less meaningful. Arnie, what's your take? Why? Is eight going to make it really that less meaningful? And and really, just because a team will have one loss, it will just still be able to get on in. I know you can get one loss and make it into a four. Now with eight, what you do is you take, what, the five big conferences. You got the five winners there. You got three um, possible wild cards. I think that's a great solution to everything. I love it. I, I love the idea. Now, I'm a fan of four right now until the Big 12 gets left out again. Then I want to expand it. But... Um, eight's not bad. It's not going to completely implode no, the regular it, yeah. season. And when they say eye test, it's a, it's a mathematical compilation more than anything else. I mean, there's stats behind everything. I mean, how do you think LSU still – are they actually going to drop LSU for playing a close game against Arkansas, Arnie, or will they jump them up a spot since they're in the SEC? I mean, my gosh. Um, Ernie writes, can't ESPN flex a Canadian football league game like the Rough Riders against, oh, I don't know, the Rough Riders for Monday night? Good question, Arnie. Great uh, question. Can- Great Canadian question. Football League versus Giants uh, or Niners. Which one would actually get more ratings? He might be onto something right there. It would be. It's going to be a tough call. I, I said if they flexed out Alabama, that would get a lot more. If we said Alabama was playing the Citadel, because I know you love that game, I think a lot more people would watch that. Don't love that game. Don't love the idea of it. Don't like the thought that Alabama's only good because of their schedule, which is what you were trying to peddle out earlier. Uh, Calvert, my man, at that damn bear, writes, congrats to Larry Fitzgerald, moving into second all-time NFL receiving yards. But please, please, please get an offensive line. Josh Rosen is getting destroyed right now. Who's Larry Fitzgerald? Oh, you mean that guy on the Cardinals. I... I don't. I didn't even know the Cardinals were still around. That's that's my bad. Wow. Wow. That's cold, man. You're I do, like, and I do like Larry. But let's be honest. I mean, come on. That uh, that team talking about being in, insignificant right now. It's the Cardinals. Listen, Calbert. That's Arnie. 
uh, that's not me, so you don't have to get mad at me and, and unfollow me or block me. That's Arnie talking like gas Larry. on your Cardinals. I watched the whole game today. Uh, Paul writes, next Jets head coach, John Harbaugh. I think we touched on Harbaugh's potential candidacy for other jobs earlier. I think he's going to be a huge chip, if you will, in the uh, head coaching vacancies. Why wouldn't Jerry – you know what? I got to stop myself. Jerry Jones wouldn't go get John Harbaugh. He wants to get himself the next up-and-comer. You're right. He's going to go get a younger guy. He's going to try to find the next Sean McVay, isn't he, in Dallas? (laughs) And is that going to be Lincoln Riley? Is that what you're afraid nope. of or what? There, Absolutely not. Lincoln Riley is going to be the head coach for the Oklahoma Sooners as long as he wants to be. Oh, oh how dare how dare I, Daryl, bring up anything from Oklahoma. I mean, damn, the Cowboys are looking at Lincoln Riley, but, oh, they don't play defense, so maybe you know, we should just drop football. I think you could be wrong on that about him wanting to go young, and the reason I say that is because – I hope you're right. Well, the only reason I say that is because Jerry's not young in age – and he wants to win right now. I don't know if he wants to go. And, look, uh, obviously what they've done with the Rams have been phenomenal. But I don't know if Jerry wants to start from the very bottom and do that. Would you swing for the fences right now? If you're, There's probably only two gigs that could make a play for Bill Belichick, right? The Giants or the Cowboys. And, again, I, I'm speaking out of my backside. I don't know. But if you're the Cowboys, why not? I mean, you, you always talk about – trying to get the best available guy for any job if you feel like you have all the money to spend yeah, and in, in all the glory to give, if you will. So why not make that call to Belichick and say, How much Bill? do you think, you know, Belichick, we don't have his salary with the Patriots. They, they didn't have to release that. You know that, right? There's no salary cap for coaches, right? But you, we don't know. I, I, rumor is he makes more than Gruden, though. Well, and Gruden has consistently said, despite – Dick Stockton like 800 times today saying it's a 10-year, $100 million deal. Gruden's been pretty adamant that, hey, I don't, get, I don't have a 10-year, $100 million deal. They don't have to make coaching contracts public. So you're right, Arnie. He might have a much better deal than any of us even realize. I don't think it's England much right better. I, I think what I've learned was that he's making about 10.5, but I'm not exactly sure on that. Well, that's not a bad deal at all. No, so if not- you're <laughs> If you're Jerry Jones and I, what's Jerry? He's he's pushing mid seventies, right? Yes. And you want to get back in that Super Bowl run kind of mindset? You're willing to pay just about anything, right, to get the kind of guy in there to lead that team that you want? You can't. You can't give him part of the team. No, you wasn't, can't. Wasn't that I, I the agree. first rumor? Wasn't that the first rumor about Gruden getting like a percentage yep. of the team um, because they couldn't pay him enough? I don't think you can give Belichick a part of the team, but you do have your son, Steven, who's, who's obviously taken over, and it's going to be his franchise. So what can you do? Give him $15 million, uh, $20 million for one year? I, I don't know what it's going to take. It, it, it's a fair question. I, I don't know either, but I, you got to make the call, right? Uh, he, here's one just Especially because... with Belichick not many years left. Maybe he's like, you know what? I'll do it for two years, $40 million. Let's do it, Jerry. Hey, you know who's out there right now? Bobby Petrino. Jerry oh, Jones. You got... <laughs> Has there ever been a dude that's fallen from grace faster oh than Bobby Petrino? I mean, Auburn was real, willing to risk everything to bring him in like five or six or maybe seven years ago, and now he's about the biggest embarrassment in college football. There was one more here. Someone had asked. Oh, here it is. Uh, Paul had asked, you're a Big 12 guy. I, I say that with pride. Uh, do you think Mike Gundy is an elite coach? And do you think he would have any interest in taking his talents to Auburn? Gus is one more four or five loss season from joining Les Miles on a podcast. 
Ouch. That's pretty cold. I dig Gundy. Can I tell you what I dig about Gundy, Arnie? I like him, too. What? You know what he brings to his Monday press conference with him every Monday? His dog. He brings his dog to him, to the press conference. And when his dog barks, he responds to his dog more than he does to the media. He has reached the IDGAF. Made sure I said that without saying it. Mindset as a coach. So, yeah, I think he'd be great anywhere else that he went. I mean, there there were rumors about his brother's uh, brother going out to coach with the Kevin Sumlin at, at Arizona. There's been rumors about him at Tennessee and Arkansas. So, if you can get Mike Gundy, man, go get him. I think me, he'd be great. This, is that Oklahoma State job a really great job because of the no. alumni? And what's the what's that big alumni's name again? I forget his name. Boone Pickens. Yes. Is that, does that make it a much more attractive job than, let's say, anything else? Uh, well, he, it, it's it's twofold, Arnie. You'll you'll get paid whatever you want, right? If Boone wants you, right? But then the other part of it is, I I, I think that listen, OSU fan that's listening, don't get mad at me, but I think he wants to be involved. Understandable, right? I think well, he wants. What to alumni be... doesn't want to be involved? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I don't want to get anyone mad at me, but I think when you're when you're pushing that kind of coin, I think he really wants to be involved. So kind of double. Well, I don't, I don't see him saying. I don't see him going. You know, you, you really got to open up the offense and call. I don't see him doing something like that, though. No, 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 no. Not 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 to that point. Just to say, hey, go beat this team. I will say this though. Uh, I think Gus Malzahn's going to get another year at Arizona. Uh, at Auburn. Auburn. I think that uh, – I almost said Arizona, didn't yeah. I? I think Gus is going to get another year at Auburn. I, I don't think you're going to see any major changes in the SEC this year. So I wouldn't worry about any potential massive shifts in coaching. And I think Les Miles, I think he has a chance to end up at Kansas. I think that will be real interesting to follow over the next couple of months. All right, when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, we owe you so much. We owe you stock up, stock down. I owe you a trip through the locker room. But I also owe you Steve DeSager with everything that we've missed in the world of sports. What's going on, Steve? Good evening, gentlemen. You know, if the NFL season ended right now, obviously NFC, the two teams with the buys first round would be the Rams and the Saints. Bears and Redskins would be division champs with home games in the wild card round. Yep. And in the AFC, the Chiefs and Steelers would get the first round buy because the Patriots now have three losses. Steelers have two losses and a tie. And keep Woo. in mind, Patriots seven and three, Chargers now seven and two. Woo. It's not a guarantee that New England gets a first round bye at this Look point. Out. This was a bad loss today. I, I brought up 10. the Texans. What about the Texans beating them out for for that bye? As it stands right now, it would be Chargers at Texans for the first round of the AFC playoffs. Woo. Granted, we've got a little Look ways to go. Out. Uh, this Thursday night, by the way, Fox TV with the NFL game Packers at Seahawks. Chance of rain, daytime at Seattle at this point. Temperatures in the 40s at night on Thursday. And, you know, a week from Thursday, it'll be Thanksgiving already. And once we get closer to Christmas, we're going to have a couple of Saturday doubleheaders. In fact, there's a Charger home game that's already been flexed to a Saturday night before Christmas when they host the Ravens. That uh, New England loss was 34-10 at Tennessee today. The Patriots rushing 19 carries, 40 yards. New England on third down conversions, 3 for 15. Wide receiver Julian Edelman had nine catches for over 100 yards but left with an ankle injury. Kansas City's 9-1 after beating Arizona 26-14. New Orleans won its eighth straight game, 51-14 at Cincinnati. And wide receiver Brandon Marshall will visit the Saints tomorrow. The advocate in New Orleans also says the team hopes to sign him. 
Green Bay was up 14-12 third quarter and beat Miami 31-12. Aaron Rodgers, two touchdown passes to Devontae Adams. Aaron Jones of the Packers on 15 carries at 145 yards and two scores. The Chargers have won six in a row, 20-6 the final at Oakland. The Raiders fall to 1-8. This game was tied 3-3 late in the first half. Derek Carr was sacked four times in the game, one fumble. So the Raiders had 10 drives, no touchdowns today. Melvin Gordon, 165 total yards. The Rams are 9-1 after beating Seattle 36-31. Todd Gurley, 120 yards rushing and a score. Cooper Cup, though, left with a knee injury. Aaron Donald with two and a half sacks of Russell Wilson, who did have three touchdown passes in the loss. Cleveland and Indianapolis with wins. And tonight, Dallas won at Philadelphia. 27 to 20, Ezekiel Elliott, 151 yards rushing. In the loss, Zach Ertz of the Eagles, 14 catches for 145 yards and two scores. Online car shopping can be confusing, not anymore, with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. NASCAR win for Kyle Busch. Lakers won the late NBA game on a block shot at the buzzer, 107-106 over Atlanta. And guys, continuing this week, made Major League Baseball All-Stars in a week-long series in Japan against their stars. The, I can't say Americans, but the Major Leaguers lost the opener of this series, giving up three in the ninth, oh. including a walk-off. And then uh, they that was a 7-6 to six loss. The next day, they lost as well. However, Yadier Molina this morning, our time, did homer and they won. So they'll continue with more games this week. But really, stateside, the MLB Awards Week starts tomorrow with Rookie of the Year announcements. Alex Wood out of the pen in that one to Sager or no? Yay? <laughs> yeah, we have seen this before. Yeah, no, nothing new. All right, we come to you live from the – no one got that. No one laughed at the Sager. Really? Come on, guys. Give me something here. Uh, what does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? Well, it means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. All right. Can, uh, can I say uh, something? Go, go ahead. Oh, jeez. It was – you know what, Arnie? <laughs> It didn't take long. You got, you got your walker next to you, <laughs> old man. I was going to say the name Woods is just kind of a bad Dad. taste in yeah. all of Los Angeles Dodgers fans' mouths right now. And, again, it's not his fault. It's not his fault that he gave up about five bombs in the postseason. No, you know what? Stop that. It nope. is his fault. Three. It was three games. Three games. Madsen? How does the last name Madsen? What does that do for you? Oh, jeez. Oh, why, why are you triggering oh, me right why? now, Sager? Why, what Steve? What are you sorry. doing? Steve, you were done. there, Steve. sorry. My Dodgers. Can't get it out of my system. Why, there you go, buddy. You literally was about to make Eric get on the mic, and Eric ain't saying nothing all night. <laughs> Eric literally put his headphones on and was like, you know what, I can't. I'm going to say something. Uh, it's on. What was going to have to do? Nope, can't do it. Bat. Bad enough that the Kings are struggling. You bring up Alex Wood, and then Arnie says, my Dodgers. Speaking of your teams, Arnie, yeah. your Lakers uh, won tonight. But as DeSager brought it up, a little bit of a struggle down the stretch for LeBron James. How about this? Uh, this was from Ben Golliver. Now, Arnie sent it to me, but I'll give credit to the man Scott Shapiro for tweeting it moments ago. Okay. In the first in the first quarter, in the free throw line, uh, LeBron James shooting 72%. Second quarter, 76%. Third quarter, 79%. And in the fourth quarter, LeBron James, 74%. In clutch free throws in the last five minutes, he's shooting 58%. In the last minute, he's shooting 44%. What? And in the final 30 seconds, he's shooting 
38% on clutch free throws. They consider clutch free throws a game within five points. What in the world is going on right now? Absolute insanity. I don't know what to say about something like that. I wonder what compared to like Kobe or MJ or I I, got to think that's like. MJ was not less than 70%. That That's just horrible. I, just, I can't imagine You that. just like hitting my buttons tonight, don't you, I know, right? Just, I, I, this is literally I, like, Bobo, <laughs> this is two topics back and forth, back to back, that you're going to be able to jump on. Here, here's my thing. Can I, can I comment on this, please, sir? You're going to bring up yeah. the Cowboys next, huh? He did that already. <laughs> no, nope, that's coming up. Watch. Right after this, it's going to be something about the Cowboys. No, it's Deion Lewis next. So okay, go cool. ahead. Go ahead. Take um, your time. My, my thing with LeBron. LeBron is literally one of the greatest of all time. But for the exact reason of the stats that you just said is the exact reason why I cannot put him above Kobe Bryant. That To me, that is why Kobe Bryant will always be ahead of LeBron is because of that killer instinct that he has. When it's game-winning time, when the team is on the line, when the game is on the line, I will always trust Kobe Bryant over a LeBron James to take the team to the next level and take him to win. For some reason... When LeBron James gets down to the final few minutes of the game, you can see his whole entire demeanor changes. It's almost mm-hmm. like in his head he goes, oh, God, this is not oh, what bleep. I want right now. That, we were that's why up about they're going to start doing hack a LeBron at the end of the games from now on. Oh my God. I don't think – but see, he he's more accurate enough, so that wouldn't that wouldn't affect him. Dude, that would hack be fantastic. Hack-a-bron. If hack started up <laughs> – your boy Steve Kerr is listening tonight. I was about to say, some yeah. NBA coach somewhere is listening right now. Yeah, like, that's a pretty good idea. Uh-huh. That's, that's all we have to do. All right, so uh, I, I can't disagree with you right now. Let's uh, talk more on this <laughs> a, in a wait, couple of weeks. Bobo, as I sit you know? here in my LeBron 16 shoes on my feet, <laughs> <laughs> I just bashed a guy. <laughs> all right, hey, um, real quick, Arnie, I know you want to get in on this because – Deion Lewis had yeah. a take or two on the way Woo. that the New England Patriots have decided to build their roster. So it is a little personal. Hell yeah, it's personal. <laughs> That's what happens when you go cheap. You get your ass kicked. That's what happens when you go cheap, you get your ass kicked. Well, that's first of all, that is that is sour grapes, too. That's baloney because Sody Michelle is really the uh, running back for the New England Patriots. He's just been hurt for a lot of the year. And he's going to be the best running back in the history of the New England Patriots. So I don't Whoa. know what he's going to quite say about that. And I think Belichick has done a great job. And I don't like to praise Belichick, but a great job when it comes to figuring out personnel. Remember, he got rid of Nate Solder. I guess the Giants aren't too happy they gave him all that money. Uh, Malcolm Butler, <laughs> do we need to go back over that and how abysmal that guy is? They saved a lot of money there. They wanted to trade Gronk to Detroit before the start of the season. That turned out to look like a good thing if it ever happened, but Tom Brady put the kibosh on that. Um, no, I, I I don't believe in what he said at all. I don't think uh, when you go cheap that you know that that, that comment's out of line to be honest. And then uh, one quick I don't want to say counter, but Tom Brady calming everyone down. Winning football takes a lot of things, takes a lot of you know good performances by a lot of people, and losing football is the exact opposite of that. You know we can't. And not that we do this, but, you know, you just, in the NFL, it's hard to win. You can't expect just to show up and win. That's, that doesn't give the other team enough credit. And uh, today we just played a, played a bad game. And, uh, you know, you see what happens. And hopefully there's more urgency as we go forward. And, uh, you know, our whole season's ahead of us. We'll see what we do with it. 
There you go. Your boy, Tom Brady, Arnie Didn't Scott. seem too upset. You know what also helps winning is youth, and you don't have that, my friend. That's for sure. <laughs> this is one of the greatest segments we've ever had in this show because Bobo called out LeBron, uh, Arnie supported New England, and then chopped them down as well, too. <laughs> so we got a little bit of everything when we come back. To the Geico Fox Sports oh. Radio Studios, we'll get you ready for Big Ben Maller and... Arnie's picks. It's what you oh, all came here yes. for tonight, and I feel upsets, upsets, and more upsets. That's next with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Arnie, did you see the post game between Aaron Donald and the uh, offensive lineman from Seattle? Did you see the absolute readiness that Aaron Donald had to throw down with the Seahawks? I no. love that dude. Oh, so uh, basically the game's over. Yeah. They're doing the uh, handshakes. He, he has his uh, shoulder pads off. He's in his blue undershirt. He grabs his helmet, walks out, and just is ready to throw down. Let's see. I, I'm going to walk you through it. So he's got his helmet on. He grabs Britt by the face back, uh, wow. mask, knocks his hands around, and then pulls him towards him. That <laughs> had to be separated by about three or four guys. They had a uh, personal foul penalty late in that game. They were offsetting, which didn't end Ooh. up costing anything, I think. But, yeah, Aaron Donald ready to throw down the Rams uh, one earlier today, which gets us to looking ahead to next week. Are you oh, ready, Arnie? Are I you am, ready? Oh, I am so ready. I feel good. I, I am just – I was looking at the college games. Give me a little music, Bobo. Let's get right at it because – I'm going with three big underdogs, and I don't even want the points. I don't need the points. I'm going to take the points. I'm going to start with Arizona, going on the road to take on Washington State. Now, monster game here because, like I said, Arizona still has a chance to win the Pac-12 South. Arizona has come alive the last three weeks. I love Arizona to go up to Pullman, get the victory, and be one game away from possibly winning the Pac-12 South. So give me my Wildcats plus the 10. I'm all over Syracuse plus the 9.5 on the road against Notre Dame. Look, this Syracuse team is much better than I even thought, and Notre Dame sometimes can sputter, and especially defensively, you don't want to do that against Syracuse. Going to be a close game. I don't want the 9, don't need the 9.5. I'll take the 9.5. Give me Syracuse with the upset. And the last one, and I, I, Utah needs to lose, and they're playing <laughs> Colorado on the road. Give me Colorado plus the seven, who Utah lost their starting quarterback, though. Did you see their second stringer? He looked real, Shelly, he looked really good. Did he not, Chris? I don't know if you saw that game. No, no, I, I'm not a gambling degenerate watching <laughs> oh, Wyoming oh. football on a No, Saturday not Wyoming, the... Utah, Utah. Oh, Utah, yeah. okay. Yeah, no, yeah. no. Oh, yeah, so I saw Shelly in Utah. Yeah. He looked very good. I'll was agree awesome. with you on that. He was awesome. So I'm taking Colorado uh, plus the seven. So there's my college picks in the NFL. Um, look, even though Green Bay beat Miami today and looked so much better, I'm not falling into that trap. Seattle at home, I'll lay the two and a half. Uh, Give me the Seahawks in that one. I'm all over the Saints with the way they look today. Philadelphia's done. Can you believe Philadelphia was a seven-point favorite over the Cowboys? Now they're a seven-point dog. When's the last time that happened? From a seven-point favorite to a seven-point dog. Give me the Saints, minus the seven. Now Cooper Cup looks like he's going to be out. I don't care. Could be done for the year, by the way. Yeah, he's going to be done for the year. I don't care. I'm all over the Rams against Kansas City at home. Uh, Give me the Rams 
minus the two and a half. So there you have my picks. Do with them as you please. But remember, they're strictly for entertainment purposes only. Are you going to uh, get near that over-under for the Rams-Chiefs game or no? 64, gonna... I would take the over. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. You know what? What would you say? The 80s, the last time we had an over-under that high in an in, in NFL game? Yeah, it's insane, it's, I think right? 1986. And by the way, um, the lowest-rated Monday night football game was this year, I believe, with the Jets and Sam Darnold. That was the lowest Monday night game since 2006. I'm wondering if we're going to have a lower game than that tomorrow. Uh, yes, I, I can go. <laughs> I'll go ahead. Arnie, lock that up. Lock Ratings it in there, for yeah. Monday night football will be lower than we've ever seen before. Now, we've been tracking one story tonight, and that it, well, several stories. The potential end of Jordy Nelson's run in Oakland. And also, Todd Bowles, has he been fired with the New York Jets? Here's what the Jets coach said after they lost today to the Buffalo Bills. I don't worry about my job. I don't talk about my job. I just try to get to the next game. It's the business when you sign up for it. Admirable, admirable, but uh, What else can you say? Done. Yeah, you got to say, say it's I... rock bottom at this point, and then how do you go forward? Anytime you lose the game, it's rock bottom, whether you lose by one or whether you lose by 20 or 30 points. So you go forward by taking a hard, good look at yourself in the mirror and looking at your coaches, looking at your team, and we're prepared and we get ready. I was thinking about that. You know, can you imagine someone coming up to you and being like, Arnie, bro, you got to work with Plank every night. He's apologetic for the Big 12, talking about Oklahoma. Is this rock bottom for you? I mean, you're sitting there. <laughs> Did <laughs> you hit rock there. bottom? You know, as everybody says, anytime you lose, it's rock bottom. Oh, no. Oh, no. When you lose to the Buffalo Bills like you did, that's rock bottom. That, now you've hit rock bottom, my friend. I mean, can I just can't even fathom having to answer that question. Though I, I do in the mirror quite a bit. And then uh, Matt Nagy on what Mitch Trubisky or Mitchell Trubisky, depending yes. on what you go with, did here today. Individually, I thought Mitch probably had his best game of the season, without a doubt. He was on fire. He was efficient, threw the ball with conviction. His eyes were great. Really super proud of him for, for coming out here and playing that way. He played confident, and I like that. Yeah, you know, it's it's heartbreaking in one in one sense because Khalil Mack is now a bear. Yeah. Damn, Marnie, I wouldn't want to mess with that defense right now. And if Trubisky is going to play like he did today, Bears aren't going to lose many games the rest of the year. That's not not with for 355 team. yards and three touchdowns, they won't. He went for 355 yeah. and three scores. And, by the way, they use him effectively running the football, too. So, hey, by next week, if your picks hold true, my Oklahoma Sooners will be in the four-team playoff. Because <laughs> Notre Dame will have lost. We'll get rid of Washington State. Don't out of you play mix. Kansas? Yeah, I think that's like the free space on the bingo board, Arnie. I think we're good to go. <laughs> hey, for Bubbo, great job, Bubbo. Great job, E-Rob, Eric Roberts, for Steve DeSager, Arnie Spanier. I'm Chris Plank. Stick around. The great Big Ben Maller is coming up next to tell you the Rams are going to win the Super Bowl. We'll be back Later. next Sunday night with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.